Thanks for listening to another episode of SNTR Presents. If you want to support this podcast directly, you can go to anchor.fm slash SNTR Presents to support it with a paid membership. You can do the same thing on my main channel at SNTRlive.com where all the videos get posted. As always, enjoy the episode. Hey, thanks for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents, and we got a lot of topics to cover today. If you're looking for an individual topic, we use timestamps in the description if you did not catch my live stream. Monday through Friday, we go live around 8.30 a.m. Eastern, and we cover a variety of topics, and paying members can submit questions that actually show up in the stream throughout the the broadcast. Now, the Ubisoft new game reveal, we'll be talking about that, kind of theorizing what it's going to look like. There's footage that has been released. I think IGN put out something on Twitter. We will be doing a separate stream to purely just sort of cover, co-stream and look at this brand new game. We're, we're pretty confident we know we already kind of covered this. There was a leak a while ago, so we'll see if we end up being right, but that'll be a little bit later today. Also, Rainbow Six Extraction was delayed. We'll look at that announcement. We'll also talk about what that means for Aliens Fire Team. It seemed that Aliens Fire Team adjusted its launch date to come out about a month before the original planned date for Rainbow Six Extraction. What does that mean for that game now? Are they going to bump it back and delay it since the threat of Extraction is further out, basically into next year. Lastly, the Steam Deck versus Scalpers, they had a pretty creative way to stop Scalpers from buying it, yet these things are still showing up on eBay with really, really big markups. So we'll be covering all of that. I mean, is it even a possibility at this point for these companies to stop the Scalpers? Now, if you missed Friday, you really missed out on a great show we launched a brand new segment in the afternoon called From Fridays, and I dove into Dark Souls 3, a brand new fresh save on PC. About a week or so ago, we did play Dark Souls 3 on the Xbox Series X to show off the FPS boost feature, but I wanted to play on PC. Now, I did boot up my old rig. We found out that that thing is totally fine. It was a Windows update that was causing it to restart. And I've got it hooked up in my living room. And I practiced last night against the tree boss. And uh, I've got very good news for people that are excited uh, about me getting into these games. I'll tell you more about it in the live stream. Now, Friday, before we got into Dark Souls, we had a really, really great conversation about the potential Destiny crossover with Halo. Now, if you missed that stream, it's there. It did it did very, very well. That wasn't the only thing we covered. We also talked about the Steam Deck as well as other gaming news topics. Now, when you show up, you can pretty much dictate what we end up talking about, but whenever you're late, you can click on the stream and then scroll down to the description and it'll show you all of the various segments that we did represented by timestamps. So Netflix gaming was the other major heading that we had, Valve Steam Deck and the Destiny crossover. So you can always go to those descriptions and jump to those sections. Now last night I did a short, we brought back shorts. We feel like they're a great way to kind of let you know what is coming the next day and big reveal today. This is something that people have been waiting on. It's been a bit of a dry spell, been a bit of a drought over the summer. Not a lot of games launching, not a lot of things going on. As soon as we get into, like, the August-September area, it's going to be a bit of a deluge of game launches. That is, if they don't continue to see delays 
like Rainbow Six Extraction. No gameplay today. If you go to the home screen, that's the featured stream that you're in right now, Ubisoft Reveal, and then later Ubisoft Live. We're not going to have time for a separate thing. That's going to go, we're going to go over there like 1.30 p.m. Eastern. That's happening at like 2 o'clock Eastern. It'll probably be 30 minutes to an hour. By the time that's over and we're done chopping it up and discussing it, uh, it's 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 going to be too late in the day for me to try to do gameplay. We are going to continue to go over to gaming. If you missed out uh, Friday night, uh, Hilly wasn't around, so I played A Plague Tale, and we had a lot of fun with that, trying to kill Hugo, having some drinks. We can always go back to a silly game like that whenever Hilly's not around. If there are goofy co-op games you want to recommend for us to play, be sure to let us know. During the day, we checked out Proteus. Now, that was a viewer request from Sven. Pretty cool game. I think early access through Game Pass, but on PC. It was kind of weird how I had to install that. Definitely an Ode to Doom style game. So if you missed that, be sure to check that out over there on SNTR Gaming. Also, really excited to see Arcadegeddon got over 2,000 views. That game is in early access on the PS5. Same with Space Punks, another early access game on the Epic Store and the PlayStation. Now, I bought a Founder Pack so I could show that game off. And it got like 3,000 views. We're going to continue to try to put new games over there. What we might start doing is just doing it here on this channel, recording it, and then throwing it over there for you guys. Since those videos perform so well, it's clear that when we dive in on a new game for like a nice little short snippet, people are really interested in checking those out. So if you haven't checked out Space Punk's or Arcadegeddon, those games uh, I actually got a lot of praise from me. They say, you know, I, I told people, I said, I actually think these games are pretty good if you're looking for something in this vein. I think Arcadegeddon might actually have uh, some some pretty decent potential. So, and that's what's on the docket for today, right there, the Ubisoft Live Reveal new game discussion this morning, along with Steam Deck versus the Scalpers and the Rainbow Six Extraction delay. If you've got questions and you're here bright and early, you can submit those questions immediately. We have that Q&A command open, and when you're here early or in the Discord, you can kind of cut in line and get ahead of everybody else. Now, there's a variety of ways to support the stream. I got a brand new 80s tee shirt on. It's an awesome one. It's a vintage Transformers. I love the old style art. I remember going to my uh, my mom had a friend and we would go over and hang out with their kids and they had the actual uh, Transformers. They had the cassette tape. They didn't lose the cassette tape. Like every time you'd go to some kid's house, they would have all of the, the different pieces missing. So be sure to use the shirt command. You guys have been so faithful to do that every single month. Use code LONO on any shirt over there on 80s tees today the command will take you to the 80s cartoon collection there's some really really great ones in there if you're a fan of gi joe he-man transformers and the rest there's also sections for 80s and 90s tv shows movies there's star wars there's marvel it's a really really great collection of shirts so be sure to check that out the commands that run across the bottom of the screen are typically uh the greatest way to just kind of keep things in front of you we are down to the final 15 bags of coffee you guys went nuts on friday i was handwriting notes with my family 15 bags they'll probably all go and get sold out today 
the re-up and the light roast for for re-up is is in route it should be shipping today so i should have it in a couple of days freight doesn't take too too long now that it's they've got it all figured out you (laughs) ups sold their freight division in the middle of our delivery last time so it wasn't really even the coffee company's fault it was just a comedy of errors so 15 bags left get those coffee orders in the join command is there we've been seeing more and more members get their red badge for a year of membership so use that join command in chat or you can press the join button to choose between the five paid memberships those support me directly we don't run a lot of ads on the channel we try to keep the live stream going so that's a great way to support directly as well as the tip command or super chat that does support me goes right to me and then the twitter command is there guys check out the discord if you hang out in discords you're looking for a great place to hang out especially they did a halo community game night a master chief community game night the other night so if you're a paying member and you're looking for people to play with and hang out with, you're going to want to get into the Discord, especially get in there, get familiar with how it works before some of the bigger titles like Battlefield 2042 and Halo Infinite launch. That's going to be a great hub of activity for you if you're looking for people to play with. I'm sure they'll be trying to do more regular community game nights after that one was such a hit. And the more people that you get... The more the, the the easier it is to get games and uh, and to have a good time. So be sure to use the Discord command. Or if you're listening to this or watching this later, you can go to Discord.gg/sntrnetwork. We're gonna use that Discord for all of the network happenings, whether it's something on this main channel presents or the shorts channel that is a good reminder. Thank you to everybody who has been supporting the shorts channel. If you can't catch the live stream and it's easier for you to watch uploads, head over to SNTR Shorts. You can search for it on YouTube and find it really easy or it's a recommended channel down below. This channel has been doing incredibly well. It's literally just the little four-minute segments that I do during the live broadcast. Thank you to everybody who's gone over there and subs to the channel. We're getting close to 5K subs and the videos continue to get great support. If you watch those videos, hit the like button and leave a comment. You're helping out basically our other sort of effort on YouTube, which is not everybody is looking for a four-hour live stream that's interactive. They want the information fast and quick, and we are able to provide that for them. And thank you to Creature for keeping that thing going. All right, every morning we say the same thing. The free ways to support the stream are some of the best ways. Be here right when the stream starts. Smash the like button. Get us to our first 100 likes. And we're going to start having a poll immediately as soon as the stream starts. So be sure to take our daily poll. I don't know what it is because I haven't set it up yet. I'm recording this beforehand. So I'll be live on the mic in just a second. We're going to have a great, great Monday. Looking forward to seeing this new game from Ubisoft. All right. I'll see you guys in just a second. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and a happy, happy Monday to you. You, you guys are here, and we are excited about, I this, this got sprung on us yesterday, a new game reveal from Ubisoft today. Go ahead and take the poll. Are you excited about the new game? It looks like a PvP game, so I included that in the poll from the footage that was released by IGN on Twitter when they announced that they would be 
covering it. So be sure, click yes or no. Kind of split down the middle right now. Not 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 as many people excited as I was thinking there would be. Ubisoft has been you know hinting at a variety of things with their titles. They indicated late, uh, very recently, that they would be utilizing a lot of their big name titles to start doing more free games and this may be the beginning of that now i don't think this is the um the 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 division heartland that was just the image i threw up there because that was all i had i was like i don't know what i don't know what kind of imagery to throw up and then uh we the sgr intro is back it's not back we just need another intro it just runs in the background of that recording um I don't understand why my resolution keeps dropping to 144. Yeah, you have to go into like advanced settings and take it off of auto. Like you click on it, you go to advance and tell it no, leave it at this. Yo, what's good, Hilly? Um, not excited, know nothing about it. Hard to get excited over something I know nothing about. Well, I would figure it's if you're a fan of Ubisoft or you're a fan of Ubisoft games, you'd be excited to to see it. You know, I mean, it. I don't need to know about. I don't need to know details about a game beforehand to know, like, oh, I like the developer, you know what I mean? Uh, do you see where I ping the SNTR general confusion about HDMI versus uh, DisplayPort? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't get into the big techno stuff on stream, so I, uh, I appreciated that info. That's great for people that don't understand or don't know. I got my gaming rig all hooked up again last night in my living room, um... And man, I I am so glad that there's nothing wrong with that. What's good, feed? What is good? I see you in the chat. Being a fan of a publishing announcement. Well, they always do this. They're like, hey, we're gonna tell you about this game, or we're gonna go into details. Like, I don't know. I don't. I'm I'm confused. Are you guys pranking me again? Or <laughs> maybe when the details comes out, it could tickle a few feathers for me. I'll have to wait and see. I mean, I would think if you're a fan of Ubisoft titles that you'd be excited to see anything they have coming out, even if it ends up not being a game you want to play. Ubisoft makes some great games. If they're making a new one, I want to see what they got in store. Right. I'm also, I'm I'm excited, not because of like hype, but just like, are they going to be able to pull this off? This idea that they have with, they want to start using their existing properties to start doing like free to play games. There you go, Tree. got your red badge. I thought the 45 second clip looked really cool actually. It looked to me like some kind of an abilities based PvP game. It looked like the guy had like some kind of an ability and uh, and then, you know, he also was in sort of a, a division like area. You know, the setting the setting seemed very division-esque. So, we'll see. that it, It's this afternoon. Uh, Vengeance, yeah, you got a purple badge. There you go. Excited but not invested. Right, right. I just like to know, like, man, what is coming? We've been going through a bit of a dry spell lately. And, man, there were a couple of games I meant to play and I never did. I don't even know how I have this one game. I must have downloaded it and decided to never play it. Uh, it was called, what is it called? Eastern Eastern Exorcist, I think? It's like a platformer, like, like hack and slash I was playing it yesterday once I got my PC hooked up to the television just to make sure everything looked looked right 
and then I'm gonna practice Dark Souls off stream. It's a separate save. I'm gonna try and trudge ahead so I'm kind of familiar with the areas and the enemies. So whenever I go to play, I'm not just completely out of my elements. And um, uh, what's good, Astro Candy? How are you? Another red badge. A lot of red badges in chat. Good to see them. Um, Ashen. Ashen and all of the Souls fans will be very, very proud of me. I beat the tree second try last night. I, I, I don't know. I just got into a groove. I, it was so bizarre. I, I told my wife, I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, we can't tell anybody. I mean, jokingly, jokingly, we can't tell anybody. But I, I, I went down in there just to kind of goof around like, oh, let me see if I can't, let me see if I can't get the, 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 the feel of this role like what Wheezy was telling me over the weekend and I was like well let me go in here I probably won't win but I'll, I'll practice I'll practice my role here and so I went down in the first time I, I got in kind of a bad rhythm and the tree wouldn't go downstairs again it glitched out I got him down to like 10% of his health and the tree was just chilling and so I was like this is like a glitch and I was kind of glad to not beat him that way because like his center his center damage spot eventually goes away and you have to kind of like circle him and hit his arms, legs, and back or whatever. And so I was like, ah, I was like, I was kind of glad not to win that way. So the second time I go back in, we fall down on the bottom and I just got in a rhythm where I could, I could just, I could see it. I was like, okay, I know when to dodge. I'm staying away from him. I'm hitting his arms, his legs, and his back. And then all of a sudden I looked down and I was like, oh, I was like, oh my gosh, his health bar is empty. I did it. <laughs> like I looked at my wife's like, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Probably helped you didn't have backseating chat on your back, so the pressure was off. It's very, very different to play Dark Souls just in my living room instead of in front of a live audience. It is a very different experience. So I was like, oh man, I was like, my Dark Souls homies will be so proud of me. I went back down in there, and I remember losing to him that last time, and it glitched out on stream. And I remember people being like, you are really close to beating him. You've got it. And I think I now see why they said that. Like, I actually was pretty close to beating him. So, I think I'll just do that from now on. That save on that com- that rig is a little bit further ahead. So I can always kind of be like, alright, let let me get the lay of the land here and, and kind of practice against some of the enemies. You know what I mean? I played some more of my playthrough plus a Dark Souls 3 yesterday too. When you hit the zone for souls, you become hooked. The tree isn't a super hard boss but it's rough to keep eyes on what he's doing. Well, and I I was just trying to practice the move. I was like, if I can get better at the roll and the timing on the roll, I'll be in a better spot. No, I didn't even use the Claymore on him. I didn't have him on that save. It's a separate save. It's a completely separate save, Ashen. It's my save from back whenever we stopped playing it because of the glitch. I'd like you be going, uh, looking forward to what they have to show. Oh, thanks, Big Mad Mo. Yeah, I, I like most of what they come out with, even though I may I might not play it for a lot. You know what I mean? Performing under pressure is something else. My girlfriend is going uh, to the Paralympics soon, and I know the pressure. That oh yeah, just any any time you're doing something in front of an audience, it changes the dynamics. So if you guys are just tuning in, take our poll. Are you excited about already almost 200 votes? Are you excited for the new Ubisoft PvP game? We'll be checking out that reveal later today vote on our poll you can submit questions now if you're a paying member if you'd like to kind of get the Q&A rolling you can submit those questions and get the queue 
uh, full of questions. Ashen's got a question in there already. So I had no intention of beating that tree. I really didn't. I assumed I was just going to go in and keep losing because it was like, you know, I, I, I hadn't really, I hadn't been playing other than the other day. And I just went in there and I was like, oh, wow. I was like, he's dead. <laughs> I put a picture in the Discord and nobody picked up on it. I was like, I said, shush, don't tell anyone or whatever. And nobody picked up on the fact that I was literally standing in the tree, you know, in the tree area. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny that nobody picked, nobody picked up on it. They were like, wait a minute. You know, he, he killed the tree. I was watching you play and he gave me the itch to play again this weekend. It's still a great game. I got news for you, man. They're beautiful games. They really are. That one and Demon Souls. There is something about them that is just, I love the art style. I really, really do. I had no idea it was the tree I just thought you were playing off stream. No, yeah, I beat him and took a picture with my phone. I was like, I'm going to put in the Discord and surprise everybody, you know? After you beat the tree, you can make weapons from boss souls. So you can make Vort Soul into a giant ice mace. Oh, Skyward Sword on Switch is not too bad. I saw the the, the reviews seem to be pretty good for the, for the Skyward Sword. So I want to see Lono play Bloodborne so bad. You're going to get your wish when that version comes out, Butters. We know that thing's coming. There's too many leaks about it for it not to be true. What are your thoughts on Atari system? Stadia and some of the other consoles at least got bad publicity. I didn't even know the Atari released. I meant to order one so that I could review it for you guys. I did. I, I I had intended on ordering one. I forgot. I didn't order a Steam Deck either. It just... We were streaming and hanging out, and I, I I got to dinner, and I was like, oh, shoot, I was supposed to order one of those. Um, it's not looking like the Steam Deck's going to be good for me, though. It's not going to be something I'd be able to do much with for you guys, you know, other than other than play some games on it and talk to you about it. Do you know what I'm saying? How are we on the likes? If you're new this morning, smash that like button. Get us to 200 likes. Give us that strong starting ratio vote on that in chat poll as well let me let me give you guys so we can maybe start to get some questions let me let me dive into one of the announcements just so you guys can kind of be aware uh, of what is going on um, I'm not going to be able to put any footage up because this is purely an announcement so I don't have like a trailer uh, to show you or put up um, but let me just let me read let me read through the announcement here uh, 2230. So if you have, if you've got any, like, if you've got any questions, you could potentially uh, start submitting those and then we can, we can get into uh, the Q&A. Hey, thanks for watching another SNTR short. This one's going to be about the Ubisoft new game reveal. By the time it gets uploaded, we will probably have already watched it, but we wanted to get this thing in your hands in case you haven't seen the reveal yet. This video can kind of include the uh, the idea behind it, and then you can go watch it. Go find it on YouTube. If you like these shorter gaming news videos, hit subscribe and the bell button. So I'm reading a report here from VGC. It says, tune in at 11 a.m. Pacific for the worldwide reveal of a brand new game in the Tom Clancy's universe. So the publisher announced this on Sunday. It was kind of a random announcement. We sort of threw together the thumbnail and the plan to say, hey, we, we, we better cover that 
on Monday. So again, if you're watching this as an upload to the Shorts channel, go look for the game reveal. We'll probably also have another upload to the Shorts channel with my thoughts and my reaction. Now, according to VGC, the game could potentially be the new multiplayer PvP title codenamed Battlecat, which leaked on social media last month. We did see some first-person shooter footage from IGN on Twitter, and it did look like a PvP game. It looked like a PvP game with abilities set sort of in the Division area. Now, people were combing over that footage and seeing different words and different clues as to what they think this game might be. That's one of the reasons people think it might be the Battle Cat game, because apparently that game is supposed to combine a lot of the franchises. The VGC report goes on to say that they understand that Battle Cat is a first-person shooter targeting consoles and PC, which is currently in the early stages of development. That's one reason it might not be the Battle Cat game, because why on earth would you reveal it if it's just now in early stages of development? A lot of announcements and game announcements recently have had to delay or push things back. According to the leaked marketing documents, Battlecat combines Splinter Cell, Ghost Recon, Breakpoint, and Division games into a single Tom Clancy multiplayer title. Recent leaks uh, of images show Splinter Cell's Echelon as playable characters, as well as Breakpoint's Wolves and the Division Cleaners and the Outcast. These are all iconic, you know, characters from those various franchises. VGC says here that each character class has its own unique ability, the images claim, such as Echelon's radar stealth and the wolves' additional armor, as well as the ultimate abilities such as the Outcast Divine Intervention, which stops nearby allies dying for a limited time. And if you watch the footage released on Twitter from IGN, this seems in line with that, with that ability down in the center of the frame. Ubisoft previously combined its Tom Clancy properties with mobile game Elite Squad, a free-to-play RPG shooter released last year in which players assemble and upgrade heroes and villains from the Splinter Cell, Ghost Recon, and more. Ubisoft recently said it's planning to release high-quality free-to-play games across all of their biggest franchises on all platforms and said that it would release but it would it would release less premium games. They said they wouldn't be doing that. A lot of people are like, well, are you going to release less premium games? They said, no, this is not going to take away from our big AAA launches. This will come alongside and complement those and essentially help to probably subsidize larger projects. In May, the publisher announced Heartland, a separate free-to-play division spinoff described as a standalone experience that will provide an all-new perspective on the universe in a new setting. So we know this reveal has nothing to do with Heartland. It is likely that PvP game, which, interestingly enough, if it is still in the early stages of development, how soon will that launch date be, especially in light of all of the gaming delays in 2021? As always, if you like these short gaming news videos, hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next video. So that's it. That's that's what we're covering today. All right. That's what we're covering today. If you want to submit questions about that, if you want to take our poll about that, go right ahead. There is a poll in chat. Are you excited for this reveal? Given that it, it does sound like it's going to end up being a PvP game uh, based on the footage and based on the leaks. So, thank you for being here this morning. We cover a variety of topics. We do those little segments so that I can record those and get those over uh, to the Shorts channel for all of you 
that support that channel, we greatly uh, we greatly appreciate it. Uh, little short uploads like that throughout the day, and then while we're here, we do Q and A. That way, you guys are able uh, to submit your questions as paying members. Uh, the Steam Deck is Linux, and not all games are Linux ready. I don't believe the 3.0 can run all the games that are not Linux ready. Um, yeah, the 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 way that the the Steam Deck is set up, it sounds to me like if you want to run certain games, you're going to have to like install Windows or something. Um, this man is a pro. Always impressed by how you flow in and out of those shorts. The one take, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I flow in and out of out of them because sometimes I don't have the scene set properly. <laughs> Sometimes I don't have the scene set properly, so I have to, like, start over. (laughs) Um, Oh, we're so close to 200 likes. If you guys are tuning in this morning, smash that like button and take our poll. They already confirmed you could install Windows on it. Well, I gave them praise. The Steam Deck versus the Scalpers. I gave them praise the other day. I was like... How how is Valve figuring this out? You know what I mean? Because Microsoft and Sony can't seem to stop the scalpers. They don't seem all that interested, to be honest. And then people were telling me, they were like, well, actually, Lono, they were like, the scalpers are still getting them. Because it's all over the place, basically. Like, they're, they're, they're still hitting eBay at, at, at really, really high prices. Have you seen the new PvP portal game called Splitgate? Looks very cool. Wasn't wasn't Splitgate super popular like six months ago? I, I swear I remember seeing people playing it like last year. I don't know why. Um, Ubisoft historically disappoints. I mean, Division 2, you know what was crazy about Division 2 was that it was so good out of the box, but then the further you got in the game, it was like another... It wasn't as bad as Anthem, but it had the similar idea of, like, you get to the end game and you're like, man, what happened? You know what I mean? Um, you know? Don't worry about people disliking the video, The Ascendant. It's engagement. Hate is engagement, and they don't realize it, you know? Splitgate is not new. It's okay. It's like Portal with guns. Yeah. The eBay ads were fake. Dauntless says, if Windows is installed and Chrome can be installed, how long before Xbox Cloud Gaming can run on the Steam Deck? Yeah, I don't know. Hasn't eBay banned posts that are selling them due to its terms that can't sell a pre-release where you can't receive it when it's over in 30 days? Oh, 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 oh. I was going to say, I had people telling me they were like, oh no, scalpers got their hands on them. I was like, what? I was like, how? I was like, I don't understand. How do they? How do they manage to do that? <laughs> like, what? How do they get their hands on them? They don't even have them. You can't even get them yet. Now, I did see that if you didn't get in the first wave, they're already saying that it's going to ship next year. You know what I mean? It's a mini PC, not just for Steam. Yeah, Valve doesn't seem to want to limit it just to their property. They're like, yeah, it's a, it's a. It's a handheld PC. Enjoy it. Take it with you. They confirmed Game Pass can run on the Steam Deck in a Q&A. Just got to install the store. Well, there you go. I mean, I I don't know. I had the same problem with Reach. 
in Halo 3 in the Master Chief Collection, he had to go and manage add-ons and install them separately. Oh, yeah! The, the Master Chief Collection can be funky sometimes like that. Like, it doesn't install every single uh, game. I don't know why. Valve already said it's a pocket PC. You're welcome to do whatever you want with it. You buy it, it's yours. That's an interesting strategy to take. To not go proprietary at all. There are a lot of people that are buying it for PC VR that will also allow the Epic Store on it. It's just a mini PC. You can pretty much do whatever. So, what's P- What's PC VR? They, they want PC virtual reality. They're going to use the Steam Deck for that. What is? Why would that be the cheap? Would that be a cheaper route to doing VR on your PC? I'm I'm missing something here. It should have optimized games for the Steam Deck or let you download 720p versions of games. Well, but then the, the developers would have to assist with that, wouldn't they, Paul? Um, Insomniac with a $5 tip through Super Chat. Uh, d- due to work meetings, I may not get to ask this later. Do you and Creature get into arguments and debate? Seems like you two have a really respectful relationship. Yeah, we do. We disagree all the time. We had a we had a huge back and forth the other day. We probably spent an hour. Uh, we spent an hour debating the other day about whether or not we should have brought gameplay to this channel. And ultimately, he 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 wins that argument because I you know I start to get full of self doubt and I start to doubt the process. You know what I'm saying? Now, we are looking at changing the way that gameplay happens on gaming, SNTR Gaming. Both Arcadegeddon and Space Punks absolutely crushed over there when I wasn't live. I streamed for maybe 45 to 50 minutes, and then those videos took off like bottle rockets when I wasn't live. And so what we're thinking is, we can do live streams over there for fun stuff like Friday Nights with Hilly, or special events or whatever. But what we could do is literally just over here whenever I'm done playing a game. Like imagine I play, um, you know, Dark Souls for two hours. At the very end, I could play a new game for 30 to 45 minutes and record it and then just shove it over there. Probably less than that, probably 20 minutes. Just to let people see, hey, it's a brand new indie title. Check this out. Let me, and and then just upload it over there. It seems like we could start to, to, to alleviate some of my workflow uh, and to do that. Because, like, tomorrow I would want to do that with Death's Door um, and Chris Tales. I, Chris Tales is turn-based, but we could still make sure and, and play and record uh, and showcase those. We might play one of them tomorrow here. I don't know. Uh, Death's Door looks pretty good. And then just upload 20 minutes to the gaming channel. Um... Be, what, what we're trying to what we're trying to do is we're trying to free up about an hour's worth of time so that I could launch the personal project. And right now, when we go over to gaming, we think that that time we would basically then spend over on the personal project. So we would play a game, record that, record twenty or thirty minutes, and throw it over there uh, instead of having to go over there and be and be live over there. So. We'll see. We'll see. We are just brainstorming right now. We're just brainstorming on what that might look like. Um, And if you guys missed it in the intro, y'all went crazy on Friday ordering coffee. We are now down to the final 15 bags 
of Rageless Roast. We're down to the final 15 before we have to kind of wait for the re-up to get here. So there'll be a day or two where we won't have any. Uh, So if you're trying to get some of those final bags from the first batch, get your orders in. Um, it should be set. It should be set right now with the fifteen. A public, a public count. Yeah, fifteen in stock can be back ordered. So you can back order once we're out. You also, as a paying member, can submit questions. If you've got questions about any of the various topics on the screen that you can see, Rainbow Six Extraction delay, Steam Deck versus the Scalpers, and then the Ubisoft game reveal. You ship internationally. Yes. However. It's extremely expensive. So, just buckle up whenever you see those shipping rates. There's nothing we can do about that. We don't control that. I don't see devs worrying at all about optimizing for Steam Deck, especially older games. Right, yeah. Play Death's Door on the main channel. There's a lot of hype behind it. Yeah, I think Death's Door, I've been seeing that everywhere. Yeah, that might be the right call. Um... I've, I've, I've seen a lot of hype around it. Like, a lot of people are looking forward to it. And then we would basically just end and play, like, 30 minutes of Chris Tales, record it, and then shove it over to gaming. Instead of getting everybody to leave and go over there, you know what I mean? I heard Warzone has lots of cheaters now. Um, yeah, I mean, they just banned another 50,000 accounts, according to reports I saw over the weekend. Call of Duty continues to do massive, massive ban waves. And the question is, this is always the question with cheating. It's not a matter of, you know, can you catch them and ban them? Well, unless you're Bungie. Uh, But most of these companies can effectively catch and ban people. It's a matter of keeping them out after the fact it's not a matter of like yeah we found over 500,000 accounts that have been guilty of cheating good for you how many of them just dove right back in with another account you know how do you keep them out with the game being free to play banning cheaters is pointless I wouldn't say it's pointless I mean there have to be a percentage of people that don't dive back in death door is it on game pass oh that I don't know yeah, that I don't know. I didn't check to see if it was on Game Pass. I know it's in Steam. Um, so, Crit- Chris Tales might be on Game Pass now that I think about it. I can't remember. I think I saw one of those two titles listed on uh, listed on Game Pass. Barrier says, yes, it's on Game Pass. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Cheaters ruin every game. They do. They do. Destiny won't work on the Steam Deck due to the anti-cheat software. Really? Is that why it won't run? I didn't know. Outriders said they have fixed all of their issues. We will see. What time is the reveal? 2 p.m. Eastern. We will watch it here. Well, it'll be a separate stream, but it'll be on this channel. So if you want to watch it with us, you can. You just got to be here. Sony and Netflix joining. Second best cloud Game Pass next to Game Pass. Yeah, we almost covered that today. That that there was it, we, it was a debate between what should be the lead title. Um, and we went with uh, we went with the Ubisoft thing because that thing kind of came out of nowhere on Sunday. But uh, yeah, 
we almost went with the with the Sony Netflix rumors about those two companies working together. Basically, you know, Sony wanting to compete with Microsoft's Game Pass and have more and have more to offer. Now, I'm not really sure what they're going to do with Netflix because didn't we didn't we just cover like a month ago there was like a <clears throat> excuse me. There was a Sony Video Pass thing that they were testing in like the Dutch market or something. It was something like that. I swear we covered that and did a short on it. Um, it's like kicking someone out of your home, but you leave every window and the door open. Right, right. It's like it's like having the bouncer kick somebody out the front door, but you got eight doors open in the back, so the people just keep getting back in and causing trouble. That's the main issue with cheating, is it's not a matter of catching the, 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 the bad guys. It's a matter of keeping them out. Hey, Lono, so I bought through Google Pay. The only thing I'm wondering about is if my order got through. Oh, oh, did you order some coffee? All right, hang on a second. Um, uh, I got a Creator Basics. Oh, Repeat Theater. They're like, unlock your potential. I'm not seeing an email, uh, ADJC, for an order. I'm not seeing an email, so... All the images are baked into the Netflix app at the moment. It's kind of strange. So the new game is a PvP game only? It seems that way from the footage and the leaks. Yes, yes. If y'all wouldn't be so poor secondary market. What kind of coffee is it? It is a light roast. We have a dark roast on the way for folks that enjoy a dark roast over a light roast. The flavor description is medium-bodied. Honey undertones, smooth finish, and balanced acidity. The balanced acidity is the most important part of the flavor description. It's why it's so drinkable. Uh, It turns into a cold brew very, very well. Uh, We've had people say, hey, I don't even like coffee, or my friends don't even like coffee, and they liked it. So be sure to check it out. RageousRoast.com, or you can use the coffee command in chat. Um... Yeah, the new game being PvP only is I don't I don't know if that's the if that's the big push these days cuz as we were just talking about with cheating, do you really does anybody really want to do that? Now Ubisoft indicated in an announcement recently, you know, that they were going to start doing um more, you know, free to play games with their property. Uh it says I got charged from my bank. It might just take a second to hit me then, ADJC. If it if it if it took a while to charge you, then maybe it'll take a while to generate the report of the sale. Because I still don't have an email. It's usually pretty quick, so it could be an issue with Google Pay, basically maybe being slower or whatever. <clears throat> Poor Jimmy bought a used console from the shady dude on eBay, and it was bricked. Oh no! Well, I, I you're worried about Jimmy. You're looking at the wrong end of it, Eugene. When we debated this a while ago, I said, imagine fl- you know flooding the market with hundreds of thousands of consoles that no one can use. Suddenly, those consoles don't generate any revenue. Sony and Microsoft do not want to break a bunch of consoles. That's not in their interest. You're acting like it's in Microsoft and Sony's interest to protect you in Call of Duty. You think they give a frick? Like, obviously, 
they're not like pro cheating but they're also not pro bricking a console especially if that console is potentially generating any semblance of revenue whether it's microtransactions game pass subscription uh xbox live gold or playstation plus subscription the last thing sony and microsoft want to do is brick hundreds of thousands of consoles if if call of duty banned 500,000 accounts imagine if a hundred thousands of those were bricked consoles just six figures of consoles just out there in the ether not generating any revenue it's protecting their platform no it's not the sony platform and the microsoft platform are not in any threat by somebody cheating in warzone that's warzone servers that's warzone's property that's call of duty's responsibility it's, it's not Microsoft and Sony's responsibility to step in and brick their potentially revenue-generating hardware, right? It just isn't. Now, a hardware ban is different than bricking a console. Hardware banning, perfectly legitimate, right? Only dilemma there would be somebody goes and buys that on eBay, goes to play Call of Duty, and then they can't. It's been, it's been hardware banned. But in Microsoft and Sony's mind, at the very least, it still is a potentially revenue-generating console. They spend X of number of billions of dollars on creating and distributing consoles with a return of investment projection on all of those. You start bricking hundreds of thousands of them, and all of a sudden, you have all these consoles in circulation that are generating no revenue because they won't even frickin' turn on. You're making a bunch of, of, of... Microsoft and Sony paperweights. They're not in the business of wanting to do that. That's not that's not what they want to do. You got that that is immediate revenue loss if you brick 100,000 Xboxes. That's immediate revenue loss. That's a ton of consoles not generating any revenue. They shouldn't ban cheater accounts anymore. Just put them in lobbies with other cheaters and bots. You don't have to worry about keeping people outside when you just have them in the basement with the other troublemakers. That's, I mean, that I know there are companies that do that. There are companies in games that do that. They just shove them all into the into their own servers. I mean, that certainly is a, an option. Because at an account level, at an account level, you want to make sure that those people, you 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 want to waste their time. Basically, you want to con the con man, right? You want to cheat the cheater, rob them of their time. And then you might, you just might pull it off. You might get them to, like, not affect the general public for a couple of days before they catch on to what's happening. And then they make a brand new account, right? Now, instead of hardware banning, what they should do is, is they should say, this hardware, this Xbox, this PlayStation, if it boots up Call of Duty, it's only getting thrown into these lobbies. It's only going to get thrown against cheaters. Let's play Advocate. Does not doing something that extreme hurt potential revenue earned from non-cheaters that get fed up and give up the console? I don't know what you're, you're, you're meaning, Dauntless. I'm not catching. Exactly. Stick them in a lobby that takes them a while to figure it out and make new accounts. Yeah, I mean, if you're banning 500,000 accounts, if you can get 100,000 of those idiots to, like, waste their entire weekends not realizing that they're playing against cheaters that lowers the percentage of how many of them are in the general community pool can they just IP ban them that doesn't work IPs get recycled there's VPN services that allow them to get around it 
there's a, there's a number of reasons why IP banning is not any more effective than account banning. Cheaters know within a few games if they're in a cheater lobby. Yeah, the only other thing you could try to do with them is put them in a cheater lobby that also has a ton of bots. But again, the idea being that they would catch on and a lot of them... That's what's so funny. Isn't that funny? That they'd catch on and they'd get angry. Why? Because they want to play against real people. Like, even a cheater doesn't want to play against other cheaters or even bots because that wouldn't feel like a win to them. Which is ironic because they're not winning anyway. They're, they're, they're garbage cans, you know, cheating their way to a false sense of victory. Right? Like, they're not... A- <laughs> and yet, and yet... Isn't that an interesting thing that if they realized, oh, they're just putting us in these servers to kill bots, they wouldn't, they wouldn't, they wouldn't like that. You know what I mean? Uh, um, bit off topic. Did something happen on Twitter? I was tagging you and your account was not being tagged. Change your name and didn't notice. We converted everything to SNTR Network and SNTR Presents about a month ago. So yeah, Twitter... YouTube, all of it is now uh, is now SNTR presents all of it. Yeah, we uh, we decided that that was um, that was the that was the right call to unify the branding under uh, under the SNTR network. So, oh, we got Fall Guys. By the way, guys, the Fall Guys season five starts tomorrow. So we'll probably go over there. We'll probably play that game for about an hour. They got a whole new, like, tropical beach goofy, uh, goofy, uh, season starting tomorrow. So we'll probably dive in just for a little bit. Um, let me try again, says Dauntless. Bricking causes lost revenue, but would non-cheaters fed up with playing with cheaters and decide to stop buying games on the console compared to lost revenue? No, it wouldn't. And let me tell you why. If you go on your Xbox Series X right now and you play Warzone against cheaters, do you throw your hands up and say, I'm done with Microsoft and Game Pass and I'm never buying another microtransaction in any game ever on the Microsoft platform? Does anybody say that or conclude that? Probably not. No, why? Because it honestly sounds a little illogical. doesn't make any sense. You'd be mad at who? The studio behind Call of Duty. When people play against cheaters in Destiny, do they get mad at Steam? If once they start running into cheaters in Destiny on the PlayStation and, and on the Xbox, are they going to get mad at Sony and Microsoft? No. Who are they going to get mad at? Bungie. N- no one, I don't think, is going to draw a, a connection of revenue brand loyalty. Like you're gonna you're gonna desist uh, you're gonna desist supporting Microsoft and Sony. Because you ran into a cheater in Warzone, right? So I, I I don't think anybody's drawing that connection. Now, if there's a handful of people that do, just because they're like Microsoft and Sony should step in, I'm not giving them any more money. There is no way there's enough people doing that to make Microsoft and Sony care, right? If hundreds of thousands of people started canceling their game pass and they started a movement and they started a petition and they got people to stop supporting 
Sony and Microsoft over the cheating issue to get them involved then and only then might they get involved right so it hurts Warzone therefore it's on them to fix it that's exactly right I mean that's why the one guy from Call of Duty said that they hate cheaters as much as the next person he used the word hate that's why they've banned over 500,000 accounts why because they hate it it's ruining their game on top of Activision or whoever's in charge of the ban enforcement in Warzone, on top of them banning 500,000 accounts, to expect Microsoft and Sony to step in and brick a console is its just an overreach. It's an overreach. That'd be like telling Steam to brick somebody's PC because they cheated in Destiny. The frick are you talking about? Why would they do that? That person potentially is going to spend money. Now, obviously, in Steam, it's a little bit different because this could just be some some gremlin idiot kid who just goes into every free game and cheats and never spends a dime, right? And so, but again, Steam would be interested in banning the account, not bricking their hardware. Like, you know what I mean? That's a huge overreach. Now, Microsoft and Sony, it's different. You bought their proprietary hardware and you're on their potential, uh, on their services. The only thing I could see Microsoft and Sony doing is stepping in and banning the account. Why? Because that has the potential of generating revenue for them. They have to make another account. They got to pay for Game Pass again. They lose all their achievos. They lose all their stuff. They don't want to brick the console. The console's a moneymaker. One of the reasons people buy consoles is protection from cheaters. We assume the manufacturer is protecting the platform. It's a different mentality regarding who's responsible. I don't agree. I, I don't think anybody in a quantifiable number is booting up Call of Duty Warzone throwing their hands up in the air when they play against a cheater and being like Microsoft, Sony no, they're angry at the developer when people start running into cheaters in Destiny on console who do you think they're going to tweet at? They are going to tweet at Bungie because they're like, this is your game you've told us in multiple twabs that you have anti-cheat. Where in the frick is it? Do you see what I'm saying? It's it's not on Microsoft and Sony to step in and say, we need to monitor the cheating and the behavior and the enforcement in what? Every single game in existence? So imagine some some company launches a game on Microsoft. It goes through all their certifications and their servers are super easy to shut down DDoS or, or kick people out of the game, right? They can go and just knock you out, knock you offline. Is somebody going to turn around and get on Microsoft about that? No, they're going to be like, it's your game, it's your servers. You know what I mean? They're running into PC cheaters because of forced cross-play. Again, that's something the developer, that's the developer doing that. Microsoft and Sony aren't doing that. We can't talk about our anti-cheat, but believe us, it's there. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, I, I, you, you can scream until the cows come home and until you're blue in the face. Sony and Microsoft are not going to start bricking consoles. They're just not. It's, that, is a, that is a fool's errand to expect companies to brick, to brick something that makes them money. Hundreds of thousands of them out in circulation bricked like that. They're not going to do it. They're not. And it's not because of the secondary market and because of the consumer's confidence in buying from the secondary market. It's ROI. 
return of investment. That's all it is. It's ROI. We can get ROI on all those consoles when they're out in circulation. Some measure of ROI. We're going to get zero dollars on all of those consoles if we start bricking them and we step in and play referee for all these freaking games with all these cheaters. That's the last thing they want to do. What's bricked mean? Means it doesn't work anymore. You go to turn it on, it's bricked. It is a brick. It's like bricking a phone. It just doesn't work. And you opt out of crossplay? Most games let you opt out of crossplay. They don't force it on you. So I don't I don't honestly know. Um I don't honestly know. So, yeah, I, 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 I can't see it. I can't see a way forward where any of these game companies could tap on Big Daddy, Microsoft, or Sony and say, hey, Dad, can you step in and start bricking consoles? I think Microsoft and Sony would be like, are you freaking crazy? Why would we do that? Why would we do that? If you guys are looking for the Ubisoft live reveal, that will be later today. We will be covering it. We already did a little news segment at 22 minutes in the stream. If you go back to the 22 minute and 30 second timestamp, that has the, uh, the Ubisoft thing there. I wonder if we should start doing that, like actively updating the description of the video uh, with the timestamps throughout. That way I don't have to do it at the end when we switch streams. And when someone comes late, I can say, Hey, uh, the timestamps are there. Timestamps below. Alright. So we got a zero zero for the intro. Alright. The intro and like the daily recap. At ten fifty, the show starts. And then at twenty two thirty, uh Ubisoft reveal uh Tom Clancy's game. There we go. So now the description has been updated with a timestamp. If anybody wants to go back and watch that segment, it's there. I got my pre-order for the deck in on Friday, hoping that I enjoy it later this year. What I do is I put on default timestamps and then modify as needed. So you can do that for upload defaults. Yeah, but I don't know what time I'm going to be doing it every day. I do it kind of on the fly. It looks like Skate 4 will be shown at some point today or tomorrow. Really? Interesting. Interesting. Well, we only... We've got the poll in chat, and it's split right down the middle. 436 votes already. If you haven't voted in the poll in chat, are you excited for the new Ubisoft PvP game? It's a 55% no. 45% yes. If you want to try and sway the vote, and you're here right now vote in that poll you don't have to leave it's right there in the chat also consider smashing the like button 60 more likes and we'll be at 300 if you're enjoying your time here this morning uh hit the subscribe button that way you don't miss my content monday through friday i am here covering gaming news i am safe for work a lot of people throw me on in the background like gaming radio didn't ea just say the other day it's not ready for reveal What's not ready for reveal? Um, so I don't know what you mean. Numbers are up today. Yeah, we're trying some different things. We went back to our thumbnail because we love it. And I'm doing shorts the night before to let people know what's coming the next day. And those two things combined seem to be getting us a, 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 a good a good turnout. Oh, skate. Oh, 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 oh. EA said the other day it's not ready for reveal. 
Tom Clancy's rolling in his grave. Why is he rolling in his grave? His, 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 anybody associated with him and his trust and, and the IP, his family is, is probably, he's not rolling in his grave. His family, anybody attached to him directly in a familial or an inherited way are set for life. The royalties on his books have got to be crazy. And then the royalties on every movie, game, you know, I don't know if there be, there's not been any TV shows. That's been kind of surprising. I think they could they could have done a great they could have done a great TV show on the division. I think they could have done a really really good one. How's the workflow? We've shifted workflow so that when I leave my office at six in the evening, I don't have anything to do except for make a thumbnail. That's been hugely helpful. What was happening is like me and Creature would be on the phone planning the next day and hashing out all the details and then I'd go up to dinner go on a walk with my family and then after the then after I put the kids down oh yeah Jack Ryan Jack Ryan was it's a Tom Clancy show I forgot about that one um uh and then I'd have to after the kids were in bed I'd have to come downstairs and get literally everything ready for the next day so I'd be working until almost 11 o'clock at night you know 10 or 11 at night but when he and I can bang it out over the phone, like get the descriptions ready, the tags, everything, and it's all, we, you can't see it. It's all set to private. And then I go in and add the thumbnails later. Oh my gosh, that has, that has streamlined the workflow immensely. So. Don't forget, Tom Clancy has several live service games that are constantly generating transactions. Rainbow Six, Division. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think Tom Clancy's rolling in his grave. If you created a whole book series, a military-driven, you know, military, army, secret service-driven, you know, book series and franchise, and it got turned into movies and TV shows and video games, I got news for you. That <laughs> that man was happy, I would think, <laughs> with with the results of his life's work. I, I, would, I would think so. <laughs> Good man, glad burnout sucks. It does. Burnout, burnout is terrible. You got to be really careful in this industry, and and YouTube certainly doesn't help, man. They kick you right in the jaw when you take a break. I mean, they kick you square in the jaw. The Michael B. Jordan movie is from the Clancy verse. I don't know which one you're talking about. There was the one. there was the one with, um. I mean, all the Jack Ryan movies are... They don't put Tom Clancy in the title back then. Patriot Games, Clear and Present Danger, Hunt for Red October, and then there was the one with Ben Affleck. It's all the same character, Jack Ryan. Um, good for John Krasinski. Kaczynski? I always forget how to say his last name. That was a heck of a landed role for him. That was good for his career, I think. Getting out of, like, the gym... The gym, you know cutesy goofy guy you know cliche looking like a looking like a dude looking like a looking like a dude no remorse oh it's called no remorse or without remorse yeah some of all fears there it is yeah some of all fears without remorse is the michael b jordan film okay i've not seen that one it was in my opinion one of the best action sequences i've seen in a film oh really huh Hunt for Red October was a Tom Clancy book film. Yeah. If Harrison Ford would have played Jack Ryan in the Hunt for Red October, you would have been able to put Hunt for Red October 
Patriot Games and Clear and Present Danger together as a trilogy, and then Harrison Ford would be in a trilogy of trilogies. He would be in the Star Wars trilogy, Indiana Jones, and then those movies. But he wasn't in the Hunt for Red October. So I don't I don't know what what was going on at that time. I don't know what their vision was for those movies. But if he would have been if he had played Jack Ryan in the Hunt for Red October, he, he you could you could put him in a, a, a whole set like nine movies, a trilogy of trilogies. It just yeah, I don't know what was going on. They got him for they got him for Patriot Games and Clear and Present Danger. But back then, who who was it that played Jack Ryan in Hunt for Red October? Was it was it was it Alec Baldwin? Is he the one who played Jack Ryan? It was a young Baldwin, wasn't it? <laughs> Baldwin played the character so much better. Yeah, Baldwin was great. He's actually, I don't think a lot of people realize it because they watch him on like SNL or they watch him on 30 Rock. He is br- He's actually brilliant. If you watch him, his episode in Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee is absolutely fabulous. He recounts this entire scene that he did when he was in a play. He gets right back in the character. He like, he taps the straw, treats it like a cigarette. Oh my gosh. He is... He's he's S tier and no one realizes it because he just he he doesn't I don't know he gotten he gotten kind of a uh, I don't know he gotten he gotten a bit of a a, a a lane and just kind of stayed there. The Hunt for Red October, Tom Clancy, number one New York Times bestseller. Oh, they put Jim they put Jim on the cover of the book now, the audio book. That's hilarious. <laughs> Oh, he's, he's recognizable. You know what I mean? No, Harrison Ford wasn't in 2049. No, 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 no. Harrison Ford only did those two. He did Patriot Games and Clear and Present Danger. That was it. That was it. I prefer Harrison Ford. Yeah, I like Harrison Ford a lot. I like Harrison Ford a lot. I remember when he printed that document, like, went in that guy's room. Oh, it's such a good scene. That guy is such a scumbag. <laughs> he is such a scumbag, man. He plays such a good villain. He's just so smug and his stupid little glasses and his punchable face. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Harrison Ford is uh he plays the president too in the uh get off my plane uh Air Force 1. Yeah, yeah. That was basically like Jack Ryan got elected president. <laughs> That's what that was like. It was like, oh, Jack Ryan got elected president. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Harrison Ford was definitely in 2049. I don't remember that. A big ticket item for Tom Clancy was that President Reagan read and said he was reading his book, which put it on the national level of conversation. Well, if the Gipper gives you uh, an endorsement, I mean, whoo. That was probably pretty good. <laughs> you know, Reagan saying he's reading your book. That thing probably flew off the shelves, you know? I think flew off the shelves. Even people that didn't like Reagan probably went and bought the book. <laughs> like, I don't like this guy, but I'm going to check this book out. You know, if Reagan's reading it, it's got to be good. Yeah, yeah, he calls him a Boy Scout. You're such a Boy Scout. Oh, man. Oh, Blade Runner 2049. Somebody put 2049 in chat, and I was thinking it was some future War Clancy movie. I forgot. I, I didn't know you guys were talking about Blade Runner. Yeah, he's in Blade Runner 2049. For frick's sake. 
They wouldn't have made sense. I like when he's on um <laughs> he's on the Graham Norton show. And Harrison Ford keeps forgetting his name. He keeps <laughs> He keeps forgetting his name. Oh man. <laughs> he acts like he doesn't know him and they were in a movie together. Oh, it's good. It's really, really good. He is he plays he plays such a funny like old grump in those interviews, you know? I, he tells stories about Star Wars and he'll be like, you know, somebody came up and asked him all these questions and he was like, I don't care. <laughs> oh, man. Alec Guinness didn't even want to be in Star Wars. The guy the, the guy who played uh, Obi-Wan, he didn't even want to be in the movie. He And he thought that, like, Harrison Ford was really talented or something. There's a really funny letter. I, I don't, I, I'm not doing it any justice. He wrote a letter to somebody about being in Star Wars and he, he thought it was just garbage. and But he liked... I think he liked Harrison Ford or he was impressed by him or something. I can't remember the exact the exact phrasing. Good morning, Heartless One. Mm-mm. Oh, man. In Air Force One, he isn't Jack Ryan. No, 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 I know that. I was just saying it was very much the same character. Um... Uh, we got an order of coffee from Sid uh, two bags to Sid there's only 15 uh, there's only 15 left 15 bags left so that takes us down to 13 ADJC I'm not sure what happened with your order you might want to try and connect with Creature um, I don't know what happened it still hasn't come through um, not sure what's going on <coughs> Excuse me. If you guys haven't taken our poll yet, we will be watching the Ubisoft reveal later today at 2 o'clock. We will be watching that in a separate live stream, but it will be on this channel. You won't have to go anywhere uh, when we cover that. We'll be able to just watch it here. It'll do like a... It'll do a live redirect. It'll take you over to the new stream. So... Yo, good morning, Winter. Thanks for being here. The Fugitive was always one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. That was again. I didn't kill my wife. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones, man. Did you see the clarification on the Battlefield crossplay? No, I did not. I saw somebody put it in the in the Discord. I didn't I did, I was doing something, so I didn't get to like actually read it. I saw like somebody posted it and then I got interrupted. Um Isn't it only I don't understand. It's like it's only within the generation of consoles, right? Making it really hard to get people to play that game. Uh, what exactly are they doing? Did I miss anything yet? Haven't been here uh, in a bit of uh, been a bit of a rut. I mean, you've missed us just covering a lot of different gaming news. If you ever want to catch back up, the Shorts channel is a really great channel to catch back up on everything we've done. Little short four minute videos. Crossplay is completely mixed lobbies. What? No, The Fugitive is not a Tom Clancy movie. It just has Harrison Ford in it. It's not a Tom Clancy movie. Fugitive is a, is an old old school story. Uh, there there was a, wasn't there a television show about it? It's a, it's a, it's a John Grisham, and then they they did a TV show way back in the day about it. I thought. Um, 
And then they uh, and then they did a movie with Tommy Lee Jones and Harrison Ford that was huge, did really, really well. Isn't that the same guy? Isn't that the same guy? The guy that he confronts about the medicine? Isn't he the same guy he confronts in, in the one uh, Clear and Present Danger or Patriot Games, whichever one it is, where he goes in with the paper that he printed off? I think it's the same actor. <laughs> if you're on Xbox and your friend is on PlayStation, you're put into... PC. There's no console only crossplay. A TV show from the 60s was based on a true story in the 40s. I thought it was based on a novel. Did Gr- was Grisham's novel based on a true story? I'm guessing I haven't missed a talk about the game though. That's not, that hasn't even happened yet. I if you go back to I have a timestamp in the description of this video if you want to go back and watch my little 4 minute on it the news press release about it, but the actual stream hasn't even happened yet. It's this afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a sequel called U.S. Marshals. Yeah, that one wasn't as good. They tried to cash in on that as like a franchise, and it just wasn't as good. I remember not liking it. I thought it was, I don't know, not a Grisham property, I don't think. I swore The Fugitive was based on a novel by him. The Fugitive based on a novel um it has long been said that the true story behind the fugitive the harrison ford action classic that turns 25 years old is uh recently turned 25 years old is loosely based on the 50s murder case conviction and the acquittal of sam shepherd huh i thought it was based on a book I swore, I swore it was based on like an old, an old, an old book, like a Grisham, like a, like a, you know, those, those like murder mystery novels, you know? I'm just really late. Happy to see you doing good again. Well, I appreciate you guys being here, man. Thanks. Thanks everybody for being here this morning. We're 20 likes away from rolling the likes over. Uh, we've gotten over 500 votes in the poll. Uh, we could do a new poll here in a little bit if you haven't voted yet on that poll are you excited for the new Ubisoft PvP game we got other things to cover today Rainbow Six Extraction Delay and then the Steam Deck versus Scalpers Um, did they actually succeed now the Rainbow Six uh, Extraction you know delay I actually feel like that's going to uh I think I think I think that is going to play a role in the um, in the aliens fire team launch date. I do. I think that's what's going to happen. Um, personally, um, that's what I think. Why? Well, yeah, why do I have Halo Infinite in there? I guess I thought I was going to cover. Oh yeah, we thought we were going to cover Halo Infinite today. We the, the release date looked like we we looked like we had a release date. But it was pure speculation. We found an article like claiming they had the release date of of uh, <laughs> of Halo. We're like, oh, we're definitely covering that Monday. And I almost he like uh, creature like wanted me to like slam out a video, and then it turned out to be pure speculation. So thankfully, we didn't do a video on it. That'd have been that'd have been a a bummer. Um, let me let me give you the scoop on the on the on the on the delay for Rainbow Six Extraction. Um, hang on. Okay, we'll have it looped just in case. Okay, 
Uh, let me give you the scoop on this. If you guys want to submit questions, we only have one question uh, right now. Uh, we've been trying to incorporate Q&A into more of the stream, but I'm only I'm only going to roll over to the Q&A segment and sec- uh, section if we uh, if there's demand for it. So if we're not going to get questions, we'll have to come up with maybe something else uh, for you know for members or for the day to day. Uh, maybe sometimes I just need to do these these vids a little bit earlier uh, in the stream, um, just because we uh, we don't necessarily sometimes sometimes people are like I don't know what to ask. It's you know it's brand new information or whatever. So if you didn't know, Rainbow Six Extraction was set this year. Uh, I think it was like September or something, because Fire Team Aliens Fire Team was trying to come out it seemed uh it seemed like it was trying to come out the month before and it didn't uh it didn't it wasn't it wasn't looking like it was going to shape up too well because it was very similar hey thanks for watching another sntr short this one's going to be about the rainbow six extraction delay if you like these short gaming news videos hit subscribe and the bell button that way you don't miss my really short quick uploads if you prefer a live stream head over to sntr presents where i stream monday through friday so this delay is probably good news for aliens fire team rainbow six extraction and aliens fire team look very very similar uh in 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 a manner of speaking they're very different obviously but i think the similarities were going to be notable and rainbow six is an established and very popular franchise this report coming from Eurogamer says ubisoft has delayed rainbow six extraction by four months as well as riders republic by just under two months so the rainbow six extraction is now due to come out at some point in january of 2022 it was scheduled for september the 16th now I actually think Aliens Fireteam had its sights set on August, like literally the month before, and they may end up delaying their game now, I would think, just to ensure they have enough time to get it ready, because I think they were trying to come out the, the, the month before, just to avoid the comparisons and Rainbow Six kind of undercutting any momentum that they get. We saw something similar happen with Battleborn and then Overwatch. Just enough similarities and one title having a bigger following can be very, very bad for your game. Now, the quote from Ubisoft, this is their official statement. The goal with the decision to delay both of these games is to give more opportunities for players to test, play firsthand, and give feedback to ensure we are bringing the best experiences to market and allow them to reach their full potential. We believe the new release schedules will allow us to achieve that goal. That is the right decision for our players and for the long-term performance of our games. Our ambition with Rainbow Six Extraction is to deliver a full-fledged AAA experience that changes the way you play and think about cooperative games. With unique features like missing in action or the sprawl, every mission is set to be a tense and challenging experience in which you'll lead the elite operators of Rainbow Six in a fight against a lethal and evolving alien threat. We are embracing the opportunity to take additional time to bring this vision to life the way it deserves in January 2022. We are confident this will ensure Rainbow Six Extraction is the immersive, cooperative, and thrilling experience we set out to create and one you aspire to play. Obviously, if if you're a fan of Rainbow Six, you can immediately see the tight, crisp gunplay that so many people have come 
to love. Not to mention, Rainbow Six Siege really came back, resounding back surge of success and support and popularity after it wasn't doing so well. So it's it makes sense to cash in on an established you know, engine and assets and popularity. Again, if you've been paying attention to this game and Aliens Fireteam, I would not be surprised if in the next couple of weeks we see Aliens Fireteam get bumped back to closer to a holiday release, maybe October, November. I would think October, November, and December are likely to get pretty full. And then if they land prior to November the 15th, they are then in contention for uh, you know any game awards that they think they might be worthy of receiving, given that it's a brand new IP and kind of a new attempt to bring back the whole, hey, play with your buddies and shoot aliens thing. There's something special about these types of games. I really think so. Every once in a while, you just want something fun. You can play with your buddies on a Friday night, go and shoot some aliens, sneak around, and try out different things. And both the Rainbow Six engine and the the version that we've sort of seen of the gameplay with the Aliens Fire Team looks to really deliver that classic arcade-ish fun feel. And this one, you'll just have to wait a little bit longer to play. If you like these short SNTR short videos, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next video. Okay, so that one there, uh, that's our that's our coverage of that. So if you've got you got questions about that, ideas, whatever, uh, be sure to uh, to submit those questions. We try to cover a variety of topics throughout the day. That way you guys can get a, a, a large scope of coverage and that way it's not just... Uh, did we go to one... We went to 116. 116. Uh, R6 extraction uh, delayed. So that's now in the description for anybody that missed, uh, missed that segment if they want to go back and watch it. Um... <clears throat> I'm used to it being in Australia. Uh, fl- few blips. Anyone else getting blips every five seconds, or is it just me? I've had a few. It's just nonstop for me right now. You may want to refresh, reinstall the app. I don't know. Lower your lower your quality settings or something. Um, there's nothing going on on my end. Yo, what's good, Drifter Body Pillow? How are you? Um, literally 45 minutes behind. Oh my. Should I flip my light to a dislike just to change things up every once in a while? No, please don't do that. We just rolled over on the 300 like. Um, let's uh, let's end the poll. Let's do another one. Let's end the poll. We should do one about the uh, the Rainbow Six Extraction um, delay. I wonder. I, I honestly think Aliens Fireteam is going to delay itself now by two months or so. They don't have to push out in August. There's no pressure, you know? I see that game hitting in October. Uh, in, in October. What in the heck? I see that game hitting in October now. I took the now from ah, now, the O in now, in October, and I, like, rolled it together. <laughs> I was like, what was that accent all of a sudden? New Iron Maiden album, September 3rd. Now there's a headline you wouldn't expect to see in 2021. Um... Uh, that's funny the next few months are great yeah as long as stuff doesn't get delayed anymore you know what I mean 
The KY is catching up. I know, I know. I got to be careful. That, the, the, the Kentucky's going to start to come out. You had a Philly Delco accent there. Yeah, I don't know what was happening. Yo, it's good, Chess Pain. And put itself in direct competition with 2042. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it would be bad. When when does 2042 come out in October? Is it mid or is it late? Maybe they could bump it back to September. Maybe not. I, Aliens Fireteam might just be celebrating. Not, not, not necessarily going to delay at all. Just glad to have their their launch window because people are gonna people are gonna compare you know they're going to they're gonna compare the two games it's it's i would think it's unavoidable ein far cry 6 you're right you're right um good luck it's ubisoft what do you think just like ea blizzard bugs galore then pr crap uh then updates galore well division didn't have bugs and problems it just didn't have a very thoughtful end game division 2 that is um. <laughs> In before Lono does SNTR shorts with an old transatlantic accent for old radio show vibe. That's right. That's right. Um, Death Stranding. Hey, at least it doesn't crash. What? You're all over the place right now. You're not even. Not even make. That's, that's, that's not even a cohesive connect. What are you talking about? Back for Blood is in October. Also, no. I thought Back for Blood was December. Oh no, that's Dying Light. Dying Light 2 is in December. You're nuts. It was riddled with bugs. Division 2? I played Division 2 all the way through beginning to end. All the way. And I I don't remember having any bugs when Division 2 launched. Now, maybe there were endgame busted builds and bugs and glitches, but I don't remember having any issues with that. Nothing's topping my excitement and interest for Metroid. Oh, yeah, dude. Metroid Dread. What's good, Geritol? I went to their last one in Indy, and it was amazing. An outdoor venue for Iron Maiden. Oh, yeah. I miss going to shows, dude. I'm just so old. I'm old. I'm just official old man status now. I go to a show, and after, like, the second opening band, I'm like, dude, I want to freaking sit down. What the heck? (laughs) I just want to see the band. Like, once, like, I'll go and see, like, August Burns Red or something. And like, once August Burns Red is on the stage, I'm good to go. I got my energy up, I'm excited, I'm pumped, I get up close to the stage. But like, dude, no. Like, I don't want to watch two or three bands open the show that I'm not interested in. And they always play too many songs. If you're an opening band, you play two, maybe three. The minute you get past three songs, you're not an opening act. You're, you're, you're... You're you're completely sabotaging the show flow. Uh, what bugs are you talking about in the Div Two launch? Genuinely curious. As I played Day One, yeah, I played Division Two launch date. I went all the way through the campaign. I cleared the entire map. I re- I remember that being like a really good experience. Division Two was buggy for me. Division Two had busted gear, a few glitches in the maps, but gameplay was solid. Unfortunately. Uh, in a severe ca- content drought. Yeah. Preach. 10 p.m. start times for a headliner is so anti-consumer. Oh, it's awful. The doors open at 8, and then like 8.30 hits, and you're like, All right, okay, is there? when's the first band going to play? And then the opening band hits at like 9 o'clock at night, and then an hour and a half later, the main band is just starting to do sound tests. I'm like, this is freaking stupid. <laughs> I'm too old. I'm getting too old for this, you know? 
Depends on the act. If it's a band like Smack Beavers or something, yeah. But if you have quality opening act, I'm with it. Well, yeah, sometimes I would go and see shows and the opening act would surprise me. I'd be like, oh, wow, these guys are actually pretty good. There was always those there was always those moments where you see, you, you, you see a, an opening band that, that sort of brings it. They bring the heat. They bring it like, oh, these guys are actually really, really good. You know what I mean? If you guys are tuning in for the live reveal from Ubisoft, it is at 2 o'clock Eastern. We'll be watching it together. I already did a segment on it. If you use the timestamps in the description below, you can backtrack to one of those sections. Um, I just realized throughout the day, we should be trying to get somebody to do... I could do like a minute-long thing for a clip, a minute-long clip, and then we could use that on Twitter because those clips have been doing great. I was really, really impressed. Like, and that counts for the past broadcast. Like, it actually takes you to it. So I'm wondering, like, we should be using clips while we're broadcasting. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to think through of how to do it because I can't actively go through and clip while I'm streaming. But I can after the fact, you know? So I did that with that clip the other day. And it did, man, the, the support for that clip was amazing. The one where I was like, hey, this is one of the reasons I want to get into more personal content was because I had a question that I gave like a pretty lengthy uh, answer to. So I was just thinking through that over the weekend. I was like, we really need to start utilizing clips more. Um, Division 2 still has maps and comp where people can go invis and you can't hurt them and they can kill you. Really? How many times have you gone to a concert because of one of the openers? If I'm there to see one of the non-headliners, I'd be ticked if they only played three songs. Okay, Zuth, I'll give you that. I will give you that. But let me just tell you something. All right, let me tell you something. If you have more than two opening bands, it starts to become drudgery. I don't mind two opening acts. And then each of them can play four, maybe five songs. After that, it's too much. It's, 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 it's It's way too much, right? And so I've gone to shows before and there's like three or four opening acts and they're all playing multiple songs. That really just gets long in the tooth really, really fast. It's like, come on. What video game is coming out in October? Battlefield 2042 and Far Cry 6 are both coming out in October. There's at least one or two other decently well-known titles I think that are hitting in October. Um, So... It just it, the the launch window for games. This is this is the danger that we're in right now. Is a lot of these games are going to delay, 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 and then all of a sudden there's going to be what I've called the deluge of games. We're just going to get flooded with games. So you can't ever be legitimately upset at an opening act being short, especially at an in, uh, at an indoor arena. Yeah, I just too some of these opening bands. I was like, it was just too much. Opening bands typically have one album out. They allow that time to play that one album. Larger bands have more songs. It's fairly straightforward. I have never been to a concert where the opening band plays their entire album. Some of these bands, that would be like eight, seven or eight songs. I don't think I've ever been to a show where the opening band is like, hey guys, we're going to play through our release right now. Now, maybe if they have like an EP out with like four songs on it, I could see that. But a lot of the times I've been to shows, they have full albums out. They're not playing through the whole dadgum album. You know what I mean? Anything coming out in August? Yeah, yeah. 
Um, let's see. Games in August 2021. There's a good page. I think Game Informer's got a page I keep using. Um, I think August has Kena Bridge of Spirits. Uh, d- d- where? What in the frick? No, I think I do game releases 2021 and I end up on the Game Informer one. Yeah, the Game Informer one's a really, really good list. Uh, August, I think, is Kena Bridge of Spirits. July, August. Um, what else? What else? Hades is coming to some of the consoles, but that's already been out for a while. 12 minutes. Greek Memories of Azure looks really, really good. Um, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut, Aliens Fire Team Elite, Kena Bridge of Spirits, already said Psychonauts 2, uh, No More Heroes. I forget what that one was about. I thought that was a, I thought that was a big one. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a good, there's a, there's a handful of titles coming out in August. Yeah. It's to promote, it's to promote the next tour with the opening bands headlining. Openers typically get 30 minutes. Yeah, I don't mind if they get 30 minutes. I'm talking about opening bands that get close to 45 minutes to an hour. I'm like, what in the frick are you doing? Because if you op- if you've got 30 minutes, that's roughly three or four songs. I'm fine with that. The minute you get beyond that third song, I'm like, okay, this better be your last song, right? If each song is roughly five minutes long and you're playing three or four songs that's 15 to 20 minutes with talking in between goofing around sometimes you play slightly longer versions because you're live you know maybe that bridge and that interlude gets a little bit longer you know (laughs) we still have a set this month on your radar game pass ready for preload a scent why do I know that I know that a scent gameplay which one is that sent 12 minutes of gameplay it arrives on july 29th what what game is this i i I feel like we've watched this it's an upcoming cyberpunk themed action role-playing video game developed by swedish indie game studio neon giant and published by curve digital from microsoft windows series xs and the xbox one um it's a co-op action shooter rpg is this that top-down I feel like it's a top-down, isn't it? Top-down shoot 'em up Like, uh, like Smash TV or something? Twin-stick isometric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are, those are usually a fun time, you know? We play it for an afternoon, show it off, let people know. We could, we can record 20 minutes, put it over on gaming if people want a quick preview. You know what I mean? You ever play Sekiro? I have played Sekiro, and I really liked Sekiro. I've been playing, uh, I played Dark Souls off stream last night. Did you, if you guys weren't here earlier, I shared the story. So every Friday afternoon, we're going to be doing something called From Fridays. Ginger, that's one of the reasons I was asking if we could bump the recording time for the podcast, because I was like, we literally just launched From Fridays, and then the very next week, I'm going to be like, sorry guys, we've got to take a week off. (laughs) Um... Now, I don't know if and when Sekiro will get rotated in. We're going to try to get as far as we possibly can in Dark Souls before I lose my mind. And uh, last night, I was like, I have a save on another rig, and it's a little bit further. 
and I went to fight the tree. That was where we got. That's the furthest I've gotten in the game. And I beat him my second try, and I was like, I was surprised. I just got in a groove. And, just, and I told my wife, I was like, oh my gosh, I beat him. Like, he's dead. I was like, his his health bar being empty took me by surprise. And um, so Sekiro is only going to get rotated in if we get all the way through Dark Souls 3 and then Demon Souls. And if I still have fight left in me to continue doing from, from Fridays, we're trying to do this in anticipation of Elden Ring. So when Elden Ring launches, I'm not trying to jump in and just getting absolutely obliterated. I'll be... I'll be a decent. Hopefully, I'll be a decent Souls player by the time El, by the time Elden Ring comes out. Um, right now, I would say I'm 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 fine, but I wouldn't say I'm good. I want to get to a place where I'm good at those games. So, the UB event starts at 2 p.m. Eastern, roughly. Um, how are you doing that with your font, Winter? Um, uh. So 2 p.m. Eastern, which is what four hours from now. You can watch it here with us. We'll be we'll be co-streaming it. That's 100% the magic of FromSoft games. That feeling of beating the boss doesn't happen with other games. Maybe a raid boss, right? Don't burn yourself out though. Oh no 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 no. That's why it's going to be like a once a week segment. I'll do a little bit of practicing off stream. Whole new genre that was unknown to me. Oh man, they're great games. They get their they they. There's a mysterious hook in those games that you can't really explain it until you play one I never understood it I was like why would you want to play a game like that you know what I mean thanks much appreciated no problem if you guys are new to my stream we are here Monday through Friday in the mornings we do gameplay in the afternoons but in the mornings we do a talk show where we talk about gaming news you can see all the topics on the screen there if you're a paying member you can submit questions they show up live on the stream Uh, we don't really have any questions today mainly because we've got a reveal, a delay, and then Steam Deck versus Scalpers. We're not... Some topics don't really um, motivate questions. Um, so, if you uh, if you enjoy this kind of content, I am a safe-for-work broadcaster. A lot of people treat me like gaming radio. Be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you don't miss my streams throughout the week. Uh, again, we do the talk show in the morning and we do gameplay in the afternoon. Are you into tactical shooters like Tarkov? Uh, no. I, I'm not into... I could never get into Tarkov. I would I would blow a freaking gasket. Because you would just end up losing to somebody who's better at hiding than you. I'm like, yeah, no thank you. Um, that's why I hated PUBG. Like, Pub, PUBG was... I... <laughs> I don't know. There was nothing worse than playing for 30 or 45 minutes and losing to somebody who just has a better hiding spot. You know, I it drove that drove me freaking crazy. Um, I couldn't take it. Um, uh, okay, and that's what Tarkov looks like to me. You know, you put an asterisk before and after every word. Oh gosh, that seems extreme. Are you serious? Another delay on extraction. This is kind of sad. Yes. Uh, if you want. My segment on it, there's a timestamp below at one one hour and 16 minutes if you want to use that timestamp. I also already did my segment on the Ubisoft reveal, and I'll do a segment here shortly on the Steam Deck versus Scalpers. Uh, if you guys uh, have questions about those things, you can uh, submit those. Um, 
I'm trying to think of a good poll question in light of everything we've been discussing today with the Steam Deck and the delay for Rainbow Six Extraction. I'm trying to think of another good poll question. I wanted to play Tarkov. Uh, is the only thing that would drive me to get a PC. Oh, wanting to play Tarkov is the only thing. This is a test message. Yeah, it didn't work there. I don't know. Apex Arenas? I don't have any interest in Apex Arenas. I wouldn't mind shoutcasting it if it gets if it gets a ranked system and the pros start to take it serious. Until it has a ranking system, the pros aren't paying any attention to it. Um, so. Um... You seem like someone to like Tarkov. A Dauntless, I see you. Yeah, it didn't work though. He just says this is a test message and it's not, It's yeah, it's not working for everybody. I don't know why it's working for some and not for others. Um, that's weird. That's how I did it in YouTube comments. Huh. It reminds me of Division Survival. Now, Division Survival was actually pretty cool. In my mind, I felt like Division Survival had like its own identity. I liked it. I thought it had its own thing. Um that it uh that it did i wanted to see division survival across like the whole city with like more players uh they didn't seem built to do it but the 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 shrinking storm could have been a shrinking blizzard give that battle royale feel you know tarkov needs tarkov needs a lot of time put in uh to be good at it i just i don't know Depends on where you do it in the device. Sometimes it picks up and sometimes it doesn't. Oh, the chatting thing is device. Okay. Might be device dependent. Yeah, it's not doing it for some folks. Not doing it uh, for some folks. I really am using a different keyboard though. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Look at that. You got a little flexy army guy now. A little little face with like a flexing arm. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, doesn't it seems like it might be I wonder if it's a mobile I wonder if it's like a mobile app thing. Um, you know? It could be it could be something like that. Or they're they're trying to they're trying to get people that you know, better um better chat experience, you know what I'm saying? So there you go, Sekiro test. So you just spelled Sekiro with a bunch of characters. That's kinda cool. Um, ADJC just submitted a question about the Steam Deck uh, getting traction. In light of that, let's uh, let's let's see here. Uh, Steam Deck. I had a good image for this the other day. Let's try to get another good big image, uh, and we'll we'll cover. We'll, we'll let me give you the info on the Steam Deck combating the uh, the scalpers. I'm trying to see if I can't get in, uh, a nice. A nice large image. Let's try Valve Steam Deck. There's not like a... There's not like a... Oops, oops, oops. Unfortunately, there isn't a um, a trailer for it. Like, we can't put like a trailer up for the Valve Steam Deck. It would probably just be somebody else's video, and I don't want to do that. Uh, this one might work. Let me open this image in a new tab. Let's see. Yeah, 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 that'll work. That'll work. <sighs> Nerf winner, he's too advanced. I know, I know. You got this really, really cool thing going on, you know. Mm-mm. There we go. We'll do one more. Now we'll have this nice and big for this. Uh, whoops, for this segment. 
Um, I'm curious how many people that that might be a good poll. Let's let's do let okay. Let's do a, a big poll. Steam Deck, are you interested in uh, getting one? Yes or no? I'm actually curious whether you pre-ordered one or not, or you're planning on getting one. I'm actually curious about this because this was big news over the weekend. Like everybody was talking about it, and it seems like this audience especially is kind of like eh, like doesn't really care. Uh, isn't really even interested in um, in checking it out. So I actually am curious about that. If it's gonna, if it's if you if 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 folks are uh, interested in getting it, um, make sure heck no is an option. Just yes or no. Are you interested in getting one? I asked people if they were interested in this Ubisoft title that we're covering today. We'll be covering the stream shortly, so make sure and stick around for that. And it was like a 50-50, you know, yes or no. I was like, really? Like, come on now. How you guys not, uh, how you not vibing with this? You know, a brand new title and 50 people, 50% of the people are like, nah, I don't care. You know, no, only because there's not an F no option. <laughs> you guys are rude to the poor Steam Deck. I forgot to get one. I was going to get one just so I could talk about it with you guys. Hey, thanks for watching another SNTR short. This one's going to be about the Steam Deck versus the Scalpers. Were they able to stop Scalpers from scooping this thing up too quickly? If you're liking these short video game news videos, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you don't miss my daily and consistent upload. So in case you missed it, the Valve Steam Deck was both announced and pre-orders went live the very next day. And they had some measures put in place to prevent people from buying them if they were just a scalper or a scalper bot. Folks were seeing a notification that if they had not made any purchases or spent any money prior to June of 2021, their brand new fresh account would not be able to order or pre-order the Steam Deck until Sunday. So they were making people wait a variety of days. Now, PC Gamer reported on this and says, as expected, scalpers are already trying to profit off the Steam Deck by selling confirmed pre-orders for the device from 1000 to as much as $4,000. The eBay listings for the Steam Deck began to trickle in shortly after pre-orders for the handheld gaming PC kicked off on Friday morning. The product itself starts at just $400, but some scalpers are getting, you know, and hoping that there'll be desperate consumers to pay more. Now, eBay has taken some of these postings down because it's against their terms of service. If you can't guarantee shipment within 30 days of the listing going up, that's a breach of what they allow you to do. They don't really care about you marking up and having like a secondary, basically like a secondary economy there uh, for scalpers to make tons of money. They're not concerned about that, but they're concerned about items going up that are against their TOS. So after this report was gone up by PC Gamer, a lot of those listings have come off of eBay. Now, according to this PC Gamer article, the initial batch of pre-orders for the Steam Deck did not sell out quickly on Friday morning, which may make the product hard to come by once it ships in December. I'm sorry, it did sell out quickly. But in some good news, Valve seems to have come up with an effective safeguard to prevent online scalpers from crashing the parties. To place a pre-order on Friday, you had to have owned a Steam account and made a purchase prior to June 20 of 21. In addition, 
each Steam account was limited to only one pre-order, which cost $5 to place. As a result, scalpers were essentially blocked from creating batches of fake Steam accounts to secure multiple pre-orders. The experience was not seamless, however. The Steam Deck's main site crashed after the pre-orders opened, and Valve's checkout system initially struggled to process credit card information. By about 10.15 in the morning, all three PC Magazine staffers were able to successfully process a pre-order. Now, other people were not so lucky. The real question is, are they going to be able to keep up with demand if the scalpers start to figure out ways to hit this every time the pre-orders are made available again? According to reports, now anybody who successfully places places a pre-order is being told they will not see the device until next year. Most were hoping to get it when the first batch shipped later this year in 2021. Now, Microsoft and Sony continue to whether or not you think they are or not, try to combat scalpers. They haven't done the greatest job with this. Sony came up with some of its own stuff to try to ensure you maybe already owned a PlayStation and you wanted to upgrade to the PS5. Microsoft wasn't doing much other than maybe leaning on some of the retailers like Best Buy. Best Buy was how I got my PS5 because they made you like log in with your account. Any measures to slow down scalpers would be a welcome one as more and more folks try every single time there's a restock to snag a PS5, a Series X, or S. And now Steam Deck has entered the landscape as well as another ripe for controversy and scalping device. So did you get your hands on one? Are you going to try to get your hands on one? Let us know in the comments below. And as always, hit subscribe and the bell button and I'll see you in the next video. All right, so let's take a look at the poll. 160 votes already. Are you interested in the Steam Deck? It's about a 50-50 split between everybody. You guys, if you are paying members, you can submit questions now about all three subjects. All three subjects, we've gone through our little segment with them. Uh, eh, Let's see here. Uh, Steam Deck versus scalpers so that is now a timestamp in the description at 144 20 dollars coming in from george through the super chat i turned the dirty 30 today my friend and wanted to watch the stream before the fam gets here hope you had a good weekend and thanks for the content thank you for the very generous tips and support throughout the week george you're always hitting that super chat i appreciate it you guys can tip with the tip command or through super chat you could also become a member if you guys want. Uh, you can use the join command or the join button. And once you become a member, you can submit questions. We actually only have two questions submitted right now. So I'm not going to roll over uh, to the Q&A uh, segment for just a second. We're going to give people more time to potentially submit their questions. Also, we are down to the final 13 bags of coffee in the first batch. If you have not ordered any of the Rageless Roast yet and you want bags from the first batch, be sure to submit those orders uh, quickly. And thank you to everybody who has hit subscribe today. A lot of new subs. Hit the sub button and the bell button. We will be watching the Ubisoft game reveal later this afternoon at 2 p.m. Eastern. And we're just kind of killing time now having conversations uh, with the chat. You can use the Q command or the question command, Tim, but you need to be a paying member. Nightbot will not... um, Pull your question in. Did Nightbot get my question? No, Silent uh, Silent Warrior. Where did you submit it? Oh no, it came through. It came through. It was delayed. I just got it. I just got it. 
um, do uh, 362 likes. Uh, let's get 400. George Smith asking for 400 likes on the video. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, let's get let's get Q and A up on the screen. We got a couple of questions now, um, and we can get that going. Okay, do that, and then we scroll down to there. Ashen with the first question: Do you believe gamers have become more receptive to delays in games, or are we still kids who want our dessert before dinner? Also, great job on Dark Souls Friday. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, it came through Silent Warrior. No worries. The uh, the delay question is a good one because I more and more game delays. There's two things I want to say about game delays. Game, you don't have to delay a game if you don't have a launch date that's untenable. Does that make sense? <laughs> like, do, you don't have to delay your game if you're not putting a launch date out there that you can't hit. Does that make sense? Um, oh, the timestamps aren't working? Interesting. They'll be clickable after the broadcast is over, I guess. At the very least, people can read that and maybe they can use their mouse and go to those points in the stream. And that way, I don't have to do anything at the end. Um, Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. Um, At at the very least, it's there, so when the stream's over, I don't have to do it again. Um, so that's the first thing I want to say about game delays is you don't have to delay the game if you would just shut the frick up about your game and then when, <laughs> and then give us a launch date when the game's like four to six months away from being released. You see, like I <laughs> it you, the only reason delays happen. Now listen, I'm not gonna fault anybody for delays based on dev cycles from 2020. 2020 was horrible and no one could have foreseen that there's not a developer can't really be held responsible for like well you should have seen that an entirely insane uh, global situation uh, you know would have this global situation would have ruined all of the all of the workflows right and and in in general in general I don't hold them responsible for that but at the same point in time, right? At the same point in time, they they don't have to announce launch dates the way they've been releasing launch dates. Like the only reason you're delaying is because you said, "Hey, it's going to be coming uh it's going to be coming next year." And then it doesn't. You know what I mean? Um um uh, <laughs> uh, sorry. You can do trailers like Oddworld 2. That was great. Yeah, with no launch date whatsoever. Like, okay, there, there are, there's a couple of things to say about that as well, okay? When you basically say, hey, we're making this game, here's a trailer, and then that's it, and there's no date, there's no nothing, all right? Elder Scrolls. <laughs> Elder Scrolls 6. Why? They, Elder Scrolls 6, they basically gave in to fan pressure. Right? They gave in to fan pressure. The fans were like, 
are you making it? Are you making it? Are you making it? Are you making it? And finally, after years, they were like, yeah, fine, we're making it. And now we come to find out that Starfield's getting all the attention and that Elder Scrolls is not. Elder Scrolls is essentially been not shelved, but they're not going to work on it until Starfield's out and until Starfield is uh, is, is shipped, essentially. And they said, well, it's, it's made in the same engine, so work that we've done on work that we've done on Starfield is essentially work that we've done on Elder Scrolls. So, like, there's two things to say here. It's like, okay, if you're going to tell us about the game, don't give us a launch date. And if you're going to tell us about the game and not give us a launch date, then it still should be within a year or so of launching. Like, Hellblade 2. Like, Hellblade 2 shows a trailer, gets everybody excited. A year later, they're like, we haven't even entered full production. Well, what in the frick did you tell us about the game for? Now, again, 2020 may have slowed them down, you know, and may have and may have kept them from entering full production, and now they're trying to, like, they don't want to make excuses, so they're trying to say, hey, here's all the art and all the care and all the, and all the, all the traveling they had to do to do all that stuff for Hellblade 2. They probably couldn't do it through most of 2020 because traveling was a freaking nightmare. But then you got games like Beyond Good and Evil, and then you got games like Elder Scrolls 6, and it's like, okay, so you tell us about the game, show us a trailer, and then that's it. That's all you're really doing. Right. To be fair, the creation engine did need to be remade, like they've used the creation engine since Fallout 3. I am thrilled that they're updating and remaking the engine. I'm thrilled. Because that's one of the main things holding back their games, like Fallout and others. It's like the engines are just not... The engine, I'm sorry, in those games is just not going to really translate all that well in 2021 and beyond. So, I'm thrilled. But it's irritating to be like, well, yep, here's another game that we know virtually nothing about other than the fact that it was announced and no trailers, no dates, no nothing. So, that's annoying. And then, launch dates. You don't have to delay your game if you would just chill on the launch dates. Arch Enigma, you gotta put the exclamation point before the Q. It doesn't work the way that you use the, the command. Now, I say all that, and I'm kind of wagging my finger at the developers. But I, I kind of want to say similar things to gamers. It's like, delays happen. We have to acknowledge that 2020 was crazy. We have to acknowledge that 2020 completely changed the landscape of expectations and pipelines and bandwidth and and how quickly things are gonna gonna come out. And from this day forward, there's gonna be continued ripple effects of the of the of that, right? When's the reveal? The reveal is in like three and a half hours, and we will watch it together. You can keep it here uh, for that. We will. You can watch it with me. Um, and if you're a paying member, we're getting tons of questions coming in, guys. Holy moly. I guess just having this on the screen is all we needed to do. I was like, man, we only have two questions. I switched to the scene and now we already have 10. So thank you guys for submitting questions for supporting the stream being awesome. Um, so, you know, gamers need to accept that, uh, delays are going to happen. And we all seem to accept that like last year wasn't anybody's fault. Uh, but at the same time, like I said, on the outset, you don't have to delay the game if you quit telling us launch dates that you can't hit, you know? Is this the online free-to-play game they were talking about? We don't know. We don't know. We're assuming that yes. Are you bringing the popcorn for the viewing? No, you have to bring your own. You have to bring your own snacks. Another question coming in from ADJC. We got a variety of topics today. The Ubisoft reveal, Rainbow Six Extraction delayed. 
and uh, the Steam Deck scalpers. Uh, the issue there. Um, ADJZ says, with the Steam Deck getting traction and being a mini PC, do you think it could be a contender against the Switch? Could have emulators and take advantage of being a PC and a portable. I don't think you can compete with the Switch. I don't. We have a poll in chat right now. Steam Deck, are you interested in getting one? 250 votes. If you guys want to vote in the poll, go for it. Um, You know, it's a 50-50 split right now just in this audience alone about the Steam Deck. I don't think the Steam Deck is a competitor for the Switch because I don't think that they're they're targeting even remotely the same markets. Not only that, not only that, a lot of people aren't going to go down the road of emulation. They're not going to try and um they're not going to try and 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 get into that. Most people don't want to, they don't want to learn how or they don't maybe they don't support it. They might not support emulation. They're like, no, I'd, I'd like to buy the games. And uh, I would probably be one of those people. I'm okay with emulation if it's a game that can no longer be purchased and we're trying to preserve a game, its playability, and its history. But if the game is purchasable, I'm 100% against emulating it because you're stealing it. Okay? So I would I would say no. You know, I'm one of those people. I'm not going to do emulation. I want to buy Metroid Dread. I want to support that game. I want to support really really good Nintendo games when they come out not try to not not emulate them and steal them and so I don't think that they're even remotely in competition you also have to consider the Nintendo Switch as far as market saturation goes I don't think Steam Deck's gonna come close it's not even gonna come close to the Switch to the Switch saturation levels number one I don't think Steam well let me let me walk this back a bit the only way the Steam Deck is going to compete with the Switch market saturation is if there's a huge demand for what it offers in the Asian market. Because the Asian market loves mobile gaming. They love taking a device with them and gaming on the go. It's a cultural thing. It's a game style trend. It's, it's, a, it's an area of the world that fully supports that. So if it becomes known that the Steam Deck is is able to do A, B, or C, and it really scratches that itch in that Asian market, that market is absolutely massive. If you were to make a hit mobile game in the Asian market, you would be like an instant millionaire. That market is ridiculous as far as number of players, money spent. It is insane. And so that's the only way the Switch... I'm sorry, that's the only way the Steam Deck has even a chance of coming close to Switch market saturation levels. That's the only way. Even if it sells like an insane amount in the West, like in the Western market, like in America, that's just, that's nothing. That's a drop in the bucket, comparatively. Like, as far as the global gaming market goes. Um, I also think it's fair for old games to still be full price, like Black Ops is still $60 is a bit sus to me, well then don't buy it, you know what I mean I, you know what I'm saying like, I, if you go to the store and you think something's price tag isn't the right price tag, you can't just like put it in your pocket and walk out, you know what I mean well that's too expensive for a gallon of milk, and you, what you just I guess just, you're just, you just take it I know that's not what you're saying Gilly, but like if you're not happy with the price of an item the best thing you can do as a consumer is to not purchase it because that supply and demand relationship is the only way for prices to come down. It, you know, it's 
It's why, like, waiting to buy an iPhone is really good, right? You know, a year later, demand for the product goes down, and then, you know, there are new ones that are going to be coming out that then drives the price of the old ones down, and then you can save money, right? You can't be like, well, I think the markup is too high on this iPhone, and then, like, try to steal one. (laughs) Like, this old game shouldn't be be full price, or this old game shouldn't cost money. I'm going to emulate it and steal it. Um, so... Yeah, I think the Steam Deck will be a commercial success. I do. I think the Steam Deck will be a commercial success. Uh, success, I'm sorry. But it's it's more a question of... I don't think it's... When we enter the landscape, is it competing with the Switch? No, I don't think so. You can't get those first-party titles. Breath of the Wild 2 is out there on the horizon. Metroid Dread. Anything with Mario on it. Mario is the... Is, is the is the global video game icon like Mario is it Mario is dad you know we have so many good titles coming this year didn't realize Deathloop Life is Strange Medium Medium's already out Death Stranding uh, Director's Cut Far Cry Battlefield Forza Halo yeah the Medium's already out unless they're doing a DLC for it or something that was actually kind of a creative game we played that one uh, over on gaming, it did okay. I kind of tapped out. I didn't like it. I got to a, I got to a place where I was just like not in. I don't know. It was creative, and the puzzle solving was cool, but uh, I tapped out. I, I didn't enjoy it after a couple hours. It wasn't for me. I wanted something scary, and it wasn't scary. I like scary games. That one was more like grotesque puzzle solving. Uh, it, the puzzle solving wasn't grotesque. Grotesque slash puzzle solving <laughs> it, you know. oh they're releasing it on PS5 there you go there you go good title creative title not what I was looking for I like playing scary games with you guys because I think it's fun it's fun to get scared it's fun to jump and oh my gosh like I, those are those are usually really fun times really fun streams silent warrior with the next question do you think they can stop scalping Unless the company can make enough consoles, devices to meet demand, there will always be a secondary black market for profiteers. This is the issue, okay? It's not about the scalpers, it's about the bots, okay? I am not going to get on a high horse, a moral high horse here, and... And judge or or rip somebody up one side down the other if they want to buy one device and then try to sell it for a profit. Okay, I don't agree with it. I believe it's an expediting of your expediting uh, supply deficiency and then you're profiteering off of it. And I disagree with that at a principled level. I disagree with that. I don't endorse it. I wouldn't do it, and I don't support others that do. I would never promote it and be like. Hey, you guys trying to get your hands on a PlayStation? Yeah, this guy over here is selling it. Like, I wouldn't do that. I believe it's it, at an ethical level, I have a problem with it. Now, I'm not going to judge somebody else that does it, right? If you're scalping sneakers or consoles or whatever the frick. That's your choice. That's your decision to enter the market and disrupt it in a way that makes you money. That's your choice. At least own what you're doing. It's market disruption in order to turn a buck. Okay. Everybody's going to get there. Everybody's going to, you know, trying to secure the bag in whatever way they they think is acceptable. <clears throat> so, there's a big difference between like one person buying one or two 
selling them or buying two selling the extra one to pay for the first one or whatever like that's a big difference there's a big difference between that and a bot that makes it that multiple bots right because multiple people thousands of people are running thousands of bots the bots are the problem there's a big difference between me and you standing in line to get something and you aren't interested in it you just want to buy it to sell it well but at least you're going and standing in line instead of using like a bot to do it if they could stop the bots it would make purchasing the item significantly easier right I'm more likely to buy a steam deck than a switch yeah I mean everybody enters the market with different ideas demands and you know and uh, and like if you look at the poll half the audience is like no I'm not interested in the steam deck 335 votes in just 24 minutes that's a lot of votes in 24 minutes are you interested in the Steam Deck? If you haven't taken the poll, it's in the chat. Be sure to do that. What's good, Zabear? Easiest fix? Put a limit to one person? That They do... Reese, you understand these people are not adding like 50 PlayStations to their cart, right? They are ordering one at a time. But they have 18 bots that place 18 orders simultaneously and 10 of them successfully go through. You try Among Us on Xbox and realize it snuck out? No. To me, Among Us was good, but for, for me personally, I'm not saying it is a flash in the pan. For me, it was a flash in the pan. The fun factor went away after like my fourth or fifth stream playing it. First, first, second, and third stream of Among Us was a blast. Third and fourth streams, I was like, yeah, I've been here, done that. Um, bit of a flash in the pan. I'm not saying the game is a flash in the pan. For me, it was. I was like, okay, I got my fill. I'm good. I don't need to do that again. Love the Transformer shirt. Thank you. This is another classic, very vintage 80s tee. Use the shirt command. It'll take you over there. It'll take you to the uh, the 80s cartoon collection. Use code LONO for 30% off the entire website. You don't just have to... You don't have to order from the 80s cartoon collection. They got Star Wars. They got Marvel... 80s and 90s movies and TV shows. <clears throat> and when you use code LONO, it supports me. So today's shirt comes from their 80s cartoon collection. Um, 80, Among Us came out right when the shutdown happened. Very ideal time for the game to take off. Oh, I don't think that's true. No, it had been out for a while. Uh, it had been out for a while. It came out in June of 2018. It got popularized by streamers last year. And they basically halted production on their sequel because of that. That game literally was an overnight success two years after it launched. <laughs> two years after it launched, you get a, they got a couple of big streamers that played it with their buddies, and then everybody wanted to play Among Us. That's the power of influencers. The company behind that game was like, we literally... We, we, like, we have to stop making the sequel. Got popular because of the shutdown? Eh, maybe. I think streamers played a bigger role, but sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just tired of seeing Ubisoft plastering Tom Clancy into every tack action shooter they made. Well, if they make it in that world, they're trying to... They're cashing in on an established brand, you know? Um... Have you watched Succession on Succession on HBO? Probably the best show on TV right now. No, I haven't. 
Quiet Shy Girl says, The scalpers are only a small percentage of the problem. The bigger problem are the sites that facilitate the, sa- facilitate the sales of such products at exorbitant prices such as eBay. You're going you're gonna to fault eBay? It's not eBay's fault. Not, no. That, what? If I've ever seen someone target the wrong thing, that's the wrong thing. eBay has nothing to do with it. If eBay allows you to lit if you like let's say you go to target and you buy every single one of these collectors uh watches maybe there's these pokemon watches that are releasing at target and you go and buy them all and you throw them on ebay and you're and you're selling them for 200 bucks a piece and they cost like 30 dollars okay ebay doesn't give a frick if, if, if there are consumers willing to spend 200 dollars for a pokemon watch then that's that's the consumer the consumer is dictating whether or not that will sell ebay allowing that person to put that out there that's not on ebay and now and keep in mind that's somebody that went into a target grabbed them all bought them all and took the risk now again they're creating a a supply deficiency in order to market like capitalize on it right i beat the scalpers this time snagged the best model which one did you snag? The big boy? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't mind having one. As long as eBay gets their cut, they don't care. Yeah, I I, I can't see faulting faulting eBay for any of this. They they just supply a website and a service for people to sell items. If you want to sell a stick of gum on eBay for five hundred dollars and there's an idiot that buys it, because you're like, yeah, this stick of gum fell out of you know Brad Pitt's pocket in a taxi cab and and someone wants to buy it for $500 who the frick cares eBay are allowing the sales if they stop the scalpers from selling them they wouldn't be able to sell there were PS5s on sale in the UK for 17,000 why did oh the reservation fee is only 5 bucks oh that's right purple badge finally there you go back at the top of my recommended yes we got out of jail. <laughs> we got out of YouTube jail. Not to mention eBay providing protection for us. I, I, eBay allowing people to sell something that got scalped. It's not on eBay to police that. If Sony and Microsoft and Steam and these and these retailers do nothing to protect you as a willing consumer, you can't turn and get angry at eBay. What? You know what I'm saying? The problem with eBay in all of this is that they are allowing peeps to sell things they don't physically have. Things pre-ordered, ETC unethical. Oh, but they're not allowing that this time, Dauntless. They they shut down all, almost all the Steam Deck listings because you're not going to have it within 30 days. That's against their TOS. Like, right now, if I order an item from Amazon, that isn't shipping uh, until this Friday. And eBay knows. eBay knows, like, this item. Let's go back to the Pokemon Watch. There's a Pokemon Watch that I can buy tomorrow and it won't start shipping until Friday. Well, eBay knows that and they know within a reasonable amount of time. I mean, I'm going to have that item within the 30 days. But they shut down listings because they're like, you're not even going to have the dadgum item in the next 30 days. You can't list an item that you're going to have in six months. That's against their TOS. 
So they're not stopping the Steam Deck sales. They're stopping the listings because of the fact that you won't have it within 30 days of the listing. Haven't been an SNTR stream in a hot minute. Glad things are looking good. Thank you. I appreciate that. We'll, we will, we've got some uh, we've got some sponsorship announcements hopefully coming this week. I'm very excited. If people weren't willing to pay that much money, the secondary market would dry up. It's people willing to overpay. Right, like, it's not... Here, here's the problem. Here's the problem with taking, taking issue with eBay. It's not eBay's job to create their own morality and then force it on the market. Hey, you bought an Xbox Series X and you're charging $1,000 for it. Well, if it was $920, we would be okay with that. But that's just too high. Like, that's not their job. Okay? Money, money, supply, demand, and all of that in their mind, it's amoral. Amoral. Meaning it doesn't have morality attached to it. As long as it's truth in advertising and you pay that $1,000 and you, in fact, do get your Xbox Series X in an unopened box, then the ethics of that transaction in their mind is totally legitimate. Now, if you want to get underneath of that and say the ethics of scalping and selling, creating market and supply deficiencies in order to profiteer, you want to talk about the business ethics of that? Sure, but eBay is not going to step in and police the ethics of the internet. It's not their job. Their job is to provide a way for you to sell your your grandma's you know used shoes or a, 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 a spatula that you don't want anymore. That's all it's there for. It's not up to them to, mar- to, to to manage this. You're looking, you're looking, you're trying to, like somebody said, they're the messenger. You're trying to shoot the messenger. But what do you do? That's not their fault. Yeah, they're not going to step in unless the law is broken. If something illegal is going on, or in this case, their own TOS is being broken. They're like, hey, you can, you're not even going to have possession of this item until like, you know what, 45 you know, 60, whatever, 80 days from now. It needs to be able to be sold and transaction transpired within the thir- you know 30 days of the listing. eBay is getting paid whether it's scout, faked, legit, or not. They just provide the marketplace. Well, if it's illegitimate and fake, they do step in. They do step in. You can't sell illegitimate items or fake items on there. If you claim that you have a genuine whatever the case and it isn't you can get they'll they'll get you for that 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 would be considered uh fraud if you if you claimed like if you if you i mean even if you put a disclaimer i don't think you could be like hey i'm selling brad pitt's phone they'd be like no without a certificate of legitimacy you can't sell an item like that i think don't they step in with autographed items can you sell like an autographed baseball or basketball or something without a certificate of le- of legitimacy? Do they allow you to do that? I don't think they do. I thought that was something recently they did in the last couple of years where they stepped in and they're like, no, because anybody can sign a baseball, make it look, go go to the go get a really old baseball and write Mickey Mantle's name on it and mimic his signature. All you gotta do is look at a couple of pictures, mimic his signature, and sell a Mickey Mantle signed baseball on eBay, and they're like, no, you can't do that. That's ripe for fraud and fakes and phonies. You can, but who would buy it? Yeah, I just, I don't, I thought they shut that down. I might be thinking of something else. I thought they shut that down. You can't sign, like, 
you can't sell signed paraphernalia without a without a a certificate of authenticity because that just invites fraud. I believe you have to disclose the item has a COA, certificate of authenticity, so that the buyer knows. Doesn't the market correct for items lacking proof of authenticity? Right, but even if you only sell the baseball for $100, that's still $100. It doesn't need to sell for $5 million. If it sells for $100, $100 is $100. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, think, they let that. I don't think they let you do that. Let's go to the next question. Chess Pain says, With your full Steam library on the Steam Deck, do you see it making big traction in the gaming console field? Well, because of its limited power, no. It's limited power and limited install space. I don't think a lot of people are going to be drawn to this. If, if people in the chat want to vote in the poll, 419 votes. That's a lot of people in just 36 minutes. 56% of those people are saying, no, they don't want one. I, I just, I don't think so. I don't think, I don't, I don't think anyone cares. I, I, it's not that anyone cares. I think there is a huge portion of the, uh, of the gaming community that is like, I don't care. You know? You as an individual can do whatever you want. Businesses cannot. Let's say I didn't mark it up like a $20 a bottle. What if it's only a 50% markup? I mean, supply demand. Granted, I'm going to more extreme side. It's illegal to scalp necessities. Yeah, yeah, there are laws about, yeah, there are laws about scalping necessities. That's right. Vanity items and, and, and luxury items, don't, it doesn't apply. Weren't peeps saying it was approximately half the power of a Series S? Yeah, it's not that strong of a device. It's going to be great for little indie titles and stuff, but you're not going to want to play like a, a fully-fledged, high-intense, you know, graphically game on it. As long as it's not sold, um, signed by the person, just an item with their signature on it, then I would say it's okay. I'm not saying whether it's right or wrong. I was just speculating. I thought eBay stepped in and said that signed items could no longer be sold without in the frame you needed like proof of authenticity the certificate of authenticity needed to be in the frame I I might be misremembering I'm not saying whether it's right or wrong I thought eBay got tired of it and stepped in and did something so what I mean when I say that is like you, you you can't go on there and sell fakes I don't think I don't think eBay can allow that that's fraud you, you claiming a baseball is signed by Mickey Mantle, no certificate of authenticity. Yeah, I was at a game, you know. Uh, <clears throat> Before I buy, I need Steam to show they'll support this, and that'll be seamless like a console. Um, prohibited restricted items, autographed items policy. What's it say, Weez? I'm not, I'm not going to click on that and read a book. Can you give me a too long didn't read? <laughs> Can you do my homework for me, Weezy? Uh, I would say it's Xbox One powered level, like run stuff fine, just not 1080-60. That's the main reason I wouldn't be interested in one for most games, is if I can't get 60. I'd, I would play like little platformers and indie titles, maybe. But even then, do I even need that? It, it, do I have a need for that right now? If I were traveling... Even then, I preferred movies on an airplane. Uh, 
you need to either uh, you need either if you claim something you need a COA or an LOA certificate or a li- oh, I guess what a license of authenticity if you're going to sell autographed items on eBay yeah yeah so you can't just throw a baseball up on there uh, you know hand hand to God you can be like I was there dude I was there Michael Jordan signed this doesn't matter you you need that to sell it on there. You could be telling the honest to goodness truth. You could have a picture with MJ signing it, right? Doesn't matter. They, they don't want you. They don't want that on their on their platform. If you say the player signed it and it's not, that's fraud. But it's just a baseball with Javier Bez's print signature on it. Then it's fine. Just like one cheap ones you get from the store. A letter, sorry, not a license, a letter of authenticity. <laughs> a license of authenticity. It's a driver's license. Yeah, Tim, it's me. Anyway. Fake Nikes that come uh, from these other places, mass-producing companies slips through the cracks all day. Oh, sure, 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 sure. That doesn't make it right. We're saying, what we're saying is, we're, we're getting we're getting off in left field, okay? eBay does not allow illegitimate items or fraud or those things that take place they don't they've got rules in place those rules will be enforced if somebody's caught doing that their account would be shut down the person would be refunded their money yada 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 now the reason we got off on this tangent is because folks were saying ebay should not allow items to be sold if they've been scalped that's not ebay's concern eBay is not concerned with you buying an item and selling it for twice its market value. Why? It doesn't matter to them. If there are willing consumers, like imagine I go to a street corner and I pay to set up a booth to sell something, right? It's all on the up and up. I've got my, I have my, my, my permit. I have my business, my LLC, I'm paying taxes, I'm a legitimate, according to the government, I'm legitimate, and I'm on the up and up, and I'm selling individual saltine crackers for $100 a piece, and for whatever reason, people are lining up to, to buy them, and I'm making thousands of dollars a day selling individual saltine crackers now you might walk over them like this is the dumbest thing they should not allow you to do this the government should step in and restrict your business license or or they should come whatever the frick okay and but that's it's not about that they're as long as i'm not breaking any laws they're like the consumers are supporting it you know he's selling used grocery bags for for a hundred dollars a piece, this is this is unbelievable. Yeah, you probably can't with saltines because it's food. You know, he's selling a use he's selling used grocery bags. They're literally just used grocery bags for hundreds of dollars. Why? They're they're, they're worth maybe a dollar, right? If the market is supporting it, and I'm not breaking any laws, there's nothing unethical going on. I'm paying my taxes. I'm a legitimate business. Got my LLC. You might step in and tell all these people they're stupid. You are insanely dumb to buy that item. Right? You're, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. But you couldn't step in and say that my business license or my permit should be revoked simply be, because if, simply because I'm marking up items. 
Like, they're like, if you go down the road, you can buy those from the store for a dollar at checkout. It's a reusable, you know, grocery bag. You can go down there and you can buy them for a dollar. Why are you doing this? So, if I if I buy an Xbox and I sell it for twice its market value, eBay doesn't step in and say anything. They don't care. They're like, what? If somebody's willing to buy it, why, why the frick should we get involved? Now, as I said on the outset of this, the ethics behind creating a supply deficiency and then profiteering from that supply deficiency I have a problem with right I have a problem with I would not I don't support it endorse it I don't promote it I'm like oh you can't get one we'll go buy it from so and so I am merely speaking at the level of like it's not on eBay to step in and say hey this is wrong right this is wrong eBay should step in. No, it's not up to eBay. If the retailers, if Sony, if Microsoft, if Valve, if they want to put protections in place to ensure that scalpers and scalper bots are limited and stopped, that's great. But to turn around and get on eBay's case, I'm like, that doesn't even make any sense. The point with scalpers is it's extremely hard to get the product elsewhere, so people, if they want it, have little choice. You're exactly right. And that's the ethics of the creating or magnifying or increasing a supply deficiency in order to profit from that, right? It's not on eBay to step in and say, in this particular situation, you're marking it up too much or we this, is, this item's too hard to get. As long as there's no deceitful practice by the seller and the buyers receive full disclosure about what they are purchasing, then there should be no problem. Let the market do its thing. That's essentially it. So I can, I can, I think, from a business ethics perspective, criticize people like magnifying, manufacturing, or creating a supply deficiency in order to make a profit. Like if you were incredibly wealthy and you went to every to- and you and you hired people because that's what these bots are doing, right? Imagine being incredibly wealthy and you hire people to go out into every Target, every toy store, everywhere you could go and buy up every single new. There's a new Barbie doll coming out, right? And you ensure that the market, the supply is gone like that. You have it orchestrated. You have people hired to stand in line to go in and buy them. And then you open up your little shop to sell them. Well, I have a severe problem with that. You're manipulating the market for your profit, right? (laughs) All these, uh, (laughs) all these day traders, you know, getting in trouble because they're doing what the big boys have always done. In in any case, manipulating the market in order to profit. Like, I have a problem with that. At an ethics level, I'm like, you are not making a profit on a genuine item or a good or a service. You are stepping into a market, manipulating it so that you can make money, right? 
The issue is that this is what a broker does. They help a buyer and a seller complete a transaction. They take a portion of the profit. Scalpers do that in a... Com- I don't... No. No. A, a broker a broker stepping in and taking a commission is not the same as creating a supply deficiency and profiting from it. It's not the same at all. No. If, if a very wealthy man went into the market, manipulated it to dry up all the supply of an item, and then resold the items at insane profit, that's no. No. That's not the same as a broker. That's, 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 that is market manipulation 101 in order to profit. That's profiteering from manufactured supply deficiency. It would be like in some of the in, in countries where bribing is a severe problem. You could go in and bribe the suppliers to make sure all of it comes to you. Scalpers do that in a completely unregulated environment. They can charge what they want without repercussions, and they create demand. Right, right, right. But you have to see the problem with this Nova is the the it's the automated nature of the bots. It's the automated nature of the bots. That's the problem. It's like. If you go and buy something that you have no interest in keeping for yourself, but you buy it knowing demand is high in order to resell it, okay? That's not the same as automated bots that basically make it impossible for consumers to get the item, create a supply deficiency. It's a manufactured supply deficiency in order to profiteer from it. There's a giant difference between me going to the store, buying a couple packs of Pokemon cards, whatever the store limit is. I go and buy four or five, keep one for myself, and throw the rest on eBay for a markup. Well, I mean, that, that's not the same as an automated system. My argument is that brokers do it the right way because it's regulated. Scalpers do not. Oh, I get what you're saying, Nova. I get what you're 200, 200 character limit. I wish I could give you guys a greater character limit as, as the streamer. I would up it to like 400. Like, let them type more. eBay is only concerned about you ripping people off. They don't care if people are dumb. They just don't want people to be scammed. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's right. They don't, they don't care. They don't care if, 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 if people are dumb enough to buy an item at a crazy markup it's on the mark it's on that it's it's on them it's not about that that's why this whole debate started you guys have to understand i have an ethical problem with creating a supply deficiency to profiteer from it i don't have a problem with ebay do you see politicians says great work on the channel the past year keep up the great content thank you i don't have a problem with ebay I have a problem with the people creating the supply deficiencies through automated bots that make it impossible for honest to goodness like honest consumers just can't buy the stupid item. It's not it's not on eBay to regulate price markup and scalping. It's on the retailers and the manufacturers to do what they can to get that in the hands of willing consumers. I think the problem is scalping is magnified by how small the supply is. Last I checked on the new consoles, it's only like 10 to 15% being scalped. That's why I've used multiple terms today. You can manufacture a supply deficiency when people were literally going to a McDonald's and buying the box of Pokemon cards. The box. Give them all to me. Right? That's you manufacturing a supply deficiency. You're literally going in to make it to where nobody can get them. Okay? There's a difference between that and going and buying 
two or three packs from a target when you know they're a high demand item and then you only plan on selling them that's what's going on with these consoles there already is a supply deficiency they're magnifying an existing supply deficiency in order to profit from it right it's they're not manufacturing the supply deficiencies it's an existing it's an existing deficiency that they're magnifying because they know they can make money off of it scalpers unnecessarily insert themselves into a supply chain reducing supply increasing costs and adding no value a broker provides a service facilitates a transaction to the buyer and the reseller agree that a broker yeah right 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 my wife and I have been re-watching Lost and there's a scene where um, Echo is takes over for his brother Yemi and these uh, these lawless men show up and they're like, we take 20% of the vaccine. We leave you with 20% of the vaccines. And they steal them from the church. And then they sell them at a crazy markup. Okay? And this was the deal they had worked out. Now, in this scenario, they're basically disrupting the flow of an item in order to make money off of it. They're doing it, obviously, with guns in their hands. Because they're lawless men. This is... In effect, it's a similar idea. It's like, we know these items are coming. We know they're in high demand. We're going to jump into the flow of the items and say, uh-uh, we're going to make it really, we're going to make it harder for consumers to buy them, and then we're going to sell them at a markup. That's the issue. The biggest issue with scalpers, this is the biggest issue, is the automated nature of the bots. If you... Every time there's a restock, you try to snag one, and you get one, and then you resell it, and you mark it up by like $100, okay? You're not the problem. (laughs) I don't like what you're doing, but you're not the problem. The problem is the bots, because it's not even a person. It's all automated, and they go, whoop, and then you can't get one. The demand is already there. Everybody's trying to get one. The bots insert themselves into the situation, make it even harder. Websites are crashing, locking up, freezing. They're expediting and magnifying. They're making the problem worse. It's it's like when there's a traffic jam and people can clearly see they need to get over and they fly up and try and cut in front. They make the traffic jam worse. Instead of everybody just slowing down and, and doing the zipper, you get in front of me, cool, next one and back in front, next one and back in front, next one and back, everybody just kind of zippers together instead people fly up and try and force themselves into the line well it, it magnifies and makes worse the existing traffic jam the existing supply struggles of the Playstation 5 and the Xbox Series X they are made worse and disrupted and, and, and increased by scalpers especially the scalper bots right lost is on hulu yeah it was on netflix for a really really long time i remember once i was doing a j term uh i was doing a j term and i remember i would watch it during my lunch breaks on netflix it's now on uh it's now on hulu yeah yeah yeah. you're supposed to use the whole merge lane though no 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 no, no. i'm talking about a traffic jam where there's an accident and there's a big flashing sign telling people to get over and they fly all the way to the front and try and shove in my city is actually is actually proven to be one of the worst in the country for using the zipper merge method 
There was a traffic cam study a year ago. Wait, so is the zipper... What's more effective than everybody flying up and trying to jam in? Is that actually better? I thought that made things way worse. (laughs) I thought that made things way worse. Because you're supposed to, like, zipper and spread out. And instead, everybody... Everybody, like... It's like an accordion. Like, oh, we can finally start driving... We can certainly we, we can certainly start driving at a good speed. Everybody's like right on each other's tails. Zipper is way better for the traffic. Okay, that's what I thought. I was like, I don't know. You show up for jury duty. I tell them the most awful crap imaginable, and they let me go. I have like years of a uh, um. I don't. Know, I always get the. I always get out of it. I always apply for the exception, and I say it's undue hardship. I'm like. We have one vehicle and one income. Like, I can't... <laughs> you can't take away my income for an undetermined amount of time. Um, it, it, you're like... Well, we, you're, you're, I can't. I can't do it. I always get out. Because a single income, single car. They always let me out. Because <clears throat> of undue hardship. Like, if you can basically prove you're going to cause financial strain and hardship on my family, that they just let you out of it. Now, obviously, everybody's everybody's working. Everybody has a job. Everybody has families to support. Um, so sometimes they're not going to let you out. But single single, I, I guess they would comp. They probably comp you for Ubers now, don't they? If you have to Uber, that's the thing they'll probably start using now. Is they're like, well, we'll pay for your Uber. You don't need to use your car. Lono <laughs> uh, as a juror would be interesting. Yeah, you wouldn't want to be with a jury with me. Because I would be like, we need definitive proof for this person walks. <laughs> I'd be like, you don't want to put away an innocent man. I, I know for a fact how convincing, how convincing, you know, statements can be. We need hard evidence or he walks. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> Pretty sure I wouldn't survive. I would probably make it through the process. You know what I mean? I would probably make it through the process. So. Alright, let's go to the next question. Unholy Monk says, Do you have any thoughts on the recent developments with machine learning hacks uh, that EA shut down last week? It wasn't EA, it was Activision. Activision got the guy to stop making it. He basically publicly said, he was like, yeah, I, I'm not making it anymore. Um, So... It, it the the now as far as like somebody else picking it up and doing it I yeah I don't know I mean anybody who is savvy could probably make another one he's not the only person if you want my if you want my theory on what happened there I think that guy works for Activision now on a retainer signed an NDA and he's going to help them stop any that come out that try to do what his was going to do. He's going to essentially lean in to help with detection. That's what I think. I think that they said, look, we, th- you're not the only person that's going to try to do this. We'll cut you a check. You don't create it. Make a public statement and then sign this NDA and you're going to be on retainer. We're going to consult with you to put a stop to and detect and shut these down if they start showing up. That's my theory about what happened with that guy. So no cheating on consoles after all. No, 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 no. There's still going to be cheating on consoles. In fact, I think P- 
people are already running into cheaters on console. There was there's already some videos out there of people running into cheaters on console. So they just got this guy to stop developing his. He was making his, and they got him to agree to not do it, basically. So, if you guys are tuning in, you're probably finding us because you're searching for the event, the Ubisoft event. Just hit subscribe and the bell button, because we do a Monday through Friday stream, and we will be covering the event when it takes place in, like, two and a half hours or three hours or something. Hiring people who make cheats to fight against them is probably a strategy that needs to be looked into, like the FBI does with hackers, right? Uh, George Smith with the next question. Do you think that having people pre-purchase an item before pre-ordering the Steam Deck will be enough to countermeasure to stop the scalpers? Well, I mean, there are still people that are going to try and buy them and, 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 and resell them, Right? The, the, the measures that Steam put in place was to slow down the bots and the people that were going to make like 15 accounts and set up an automated process to pre-order as many as possible. Um, yeah, it making people buy something like prior to June, it was that they only put that in place for a couple of days. It was only, that was only in place for a couple of days. They were they were going to let people order, I think, starting on Sunday. Anybody could order. So they put a buffer in front, but they didn't they didn't like say no, you can never order one. You 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 are clearly your account's too new or whatever. Yeah, the next round's free for everybody. They only did that on the first round. Now they might try and do something in the process to stop the bots but they're still not going to try and stop people from reselling them they want to move the product and if people want to scoop them up and buy them quick and then shove them and then try to shove them out into the market yeah I you know I that's they're not gonna they're not gonna try and police that you know what I mean um in, in 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 many cases in many cases I think that a lot of these companies um, payment has been received yeah I paid it three to, oh whatever uh, they legit have no real incentive yeah that's time and resources spent like it's just a matter of like look we want these things out in circulation we don't want to babysit the process now they can again they can put things in the process to help but they're (laughs) they're not going to invest a bunch of time in like trying to police this that's just not that's not in their best interest I don't think Apex is teasing a new character called Seer Dark Roast Mm, yeah 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 the payment yeah, payment for Dark Roast went through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the people buying it are already Steam customers. Right, right, right. Sorry for the bad question. No, it's a good question. It's a good question. Uh, the next question from Google Beats. Not a question, really. Maybe a convo starter. I was able to reserve a Steam Deck, and I was 20 minutes late after it was available. That wouldn't have flied if I was trying to get a PS5. Well, the demand isn't as high. 
there's a big difference between up like you got to think about the PlayStation 4 is got what 120 million in circulation so that's that's your existing target audience and then you have anybody who maybe wants to get the PS5 that maybe doesn't have a PS4 you're talking about like hundreds of millions of people that want to get the next one the number of people who use Steam is insanely high the number of people who use Steam who even care about a portable device mm, you know what I'm saying mm, I, it's not the same so I don't, I don't necessarily think the demand is, is the same because it's not the same market I mean there are 557 votes we got in an hour we, that's about as much, as much as we typically get we typically give about a 500 votes in an hour Steam Deck, are you interested in getting one? You know, 60% of the audience that's voted on that is saying no. A lot of people are like, I don't want a portable gaming device. Think about your audience, right? A lot of people that use Steam are PC gamers. A lot of PC gamers have zero desire. Zero desire to play on, on a mobile device. They don't They don't care. They're like, well, I, no, I'm a PC gamer. Especially if you start looking at the stats. You start looking at the performance stats on it, and people are like, nah. Hilly says, can I change my answer in the poll? I'm back in the office five days a week. Oof. Yeah, right? Yeah, apparently there's a new Apex Legend coming out, Seer. Probably add that to the rundown tomorrow. We'll cover it. Transactions fail all the time, but the stock still held. It often takes 15 to 20 minutes for the stock to reset and recognize the failed transactions. Yeah, is what you just keep trying. Yeah. Uh, uh, Julio or Julio says, with Valve saying the Steam Deck being just a PC and you're free to do whatever you want, how successful do you think the Steam Deck could be if Game Pass and emulators work and have no issues on it? I, I said this earlier that I could see if people suddenly discover that this this thing can do something or play games or 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 basically essentially so if it's in demand in the asian market and the steam deck can do it it'll suddenly take off and be incredibly popular right now it probably won't right it probably won't because it, it's it's going to be in demand right it'll be a commercial success but it's it's not going to even come close to market saturation of the switch unless the the sort of it's a pc it can emulate it can do this blah 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 if that becomes this hey there's not a device out there right now that can do this and then the asian market gets behind it well then it'll be unstoppable they won't be able to make enough they'll never be able to keep up with demand if it can do something in that market with mobile gaming or you know who you know who knows what if there's some super popular game that you can't get on the switch in the steam in steam like if you go to steam and you look at like like really popular games in the asian market or you just look at maybe games that might be popular because it's on pc in general then it has a chance of just absolutely exploding Outside of that, right now, it's going to meet a market share, but it's not going to come close to Switch. Arch Enigma. 
Concerning the game reveal today and the game reveals in general, do you think the Apex release strategy is anomalous or could more titles benefit from staying quiet until the day before release? I mean, we talked about this because somebody asked earlier, I think it was Ashen, are people being more receptive to delays? And I said, look, you don't have to worry about a delay if you don't tell us the date until you know for certain we can hit that date four months from now. We can hit that date six months from now. Once you're on that runway, then you know, yeah, oh yeah, we're good to go. Let's put out a launch date. Then you don't have to delay. So, you know, Apex was different because Apex targeted a market that was already big and they used the big billboards to push it. And it was successful. Do you know what you want to know what game I'm really nervous about? Because in the last 24 to 48 hours, every streamer is excited to play it, and they're likely being paid to say that. It's New World. Right? I'm worried. I'm worried. I'm like, hey, it's a, it's an online game, it's an RPG, it's an MMO, those are really popular. They are they here? Oh, I heard the kiddos. I thought maybe they were here. <laughs> um, and so I was like, hey, New World has potential. New World could be pretty good. And then I started seeing in the last 24 to 48 hours all these streamers that are like, can't wait to dive in, can't wait to play. I'm like, <laughs> that always makes me nervous. That, that's like Borderlands 3, man, all over again. It's like when the runway when the when the runway is is that's all it is. It's just lit with <laughs> paid promotion. I'm always a little concerned. Now Apex was obviously massive. I mean I what Ninja made like some some exorbitant amount of money to play it for a couple of days. It was insane. But they basically took their marketing budget and they just threw it at streamers. And it worked. It worked. Because they knew the, the, the best way for a BR to catch fire, best way for a BR to catch fire is to be in front of lots of folks. You want to be in front of a lot of folks. And that, and it worked for them, big time. Do you have a Dark Roast? I can't remember. The Dark Roast has been paid for and will be shipping to me. We should have it uh, early August. So we'll start taking orders from that once we know that it's actually in transit to my house. Uh, right now, you can order the light roast, and we're down to like the final 10 or 12 bags or something. Um, we already sold a couple bags today. So the light roast is restocking and should be shipping to me this week. So we will continue to take back orders on that because it's already been, I believe it's already been roasted. It just needs to put on the skid, put on the truck, and then it'll take a couple days to get to me. Um, didn't all those streamers also hype Crucible before it went live? A lot of them did. Yeah, a lot of people were were getting fat checks from Amazon to promote Crucible, <clears throat> an Amazon game that I played it for the for the purple platform bounty board. So I did I did get money to play it, but I didn't blow smoke. I told you guys that I it, I didn't like it that much and it had issues. We played it for like one or two hours. And I was honest. I was like, I, there's some appeal here. People might be able to enjoy it, get behind it. The characters are pretty cool. Character design was cool. The idea, you know. Uh, but I don't know. 
I was honest. I was like, I this game's rough around the edges. I've, I voiced my complaints when I played it. I did that all the time. If I made money from the purple platform bounty board to play a game, I was honest during and after my sessions. I never held back. I wasn't rude. If someone's paying you to play their game, you're not like, it's a pile of trash. Like, you don't, you know, there's no reason to be rude. Um, but, you know, I was, I would not hold back if, if I felt like something had issues or problems. The thing that would concern me about the stream, the Steam Deck is that the OS is running on Linux, which is not known for good optimization. That paired with the specs make me question the limits of it. Yeah, can't you install Windows on it though? Which I'm sure that won't. I don't know what what kind of a process that'll be. Um, yeah, that that might be a bit of a process. So, um, uh, <laughs> um, okay. Alright, I'm looking at the time, I'm looking at the questions. We can still take some questions before we switch to the, uh, the, like, general off-topic AMA questions. We still have a little bit of time before we'll do that. How long will the Steam Deck be relevant before you have to buy an upgraded model, since you can't upgrade it yourself? Yeah, I have no idea. What process? Download Windows on a USB and install... Right, but not everybody is not everybody wants to do that. Not everybody's savvy, you know. And when you do that, won't it need drivers? Because it's got its own stuff on the inside. I mean, is there anything proprietary inside of it? Uh, the video card, the sound card, any of that. You would hope they've got Windows drivers that are compatible with those items on the inside. Or if you gotta go download... I'm assuming it's got what is is the... I, I don't know the stats specific to the processor and the video card. <clears throat> I don't even know if they're going to sell like an upgraded stronger model. If they do, that would be something that would be, I would think would be later on down the line where if this thing does well and they make a bunch of money off of it, then they would fund another one. And but that would be, I think uh, that would be a, a ways out. Um, it's an APU of Zen 2 and RDNA 2. Someone will probably make a program that installs Windows OS and replaces the Linux OS in the boot system. Probably. If there's demand, I don't see why Steam couldn't sell Windows versions. Steam OS just keeps the price down. Yeah, that's true. Because you're not paying for a version of Windows on it. Um, Are you waiting to put up the Dark Rose page to sell or did I miss that? You must be you must be struggling with maybe you're leaving the stream and coming back because I already an- I already answered that maybe you just didn't, I don't know what happened if you didn't hear me the dark roast is set to be here early August and once it's in transit to us we'll start taking orders I'm not gonna take orders on something until I know it's on its way to my house not after what happened last time um, we, we we we've continued we've continued to try to wrestle this process to the ground. And I don't want to put... I'm not selling something until I know it's it's on its way to me. So there is not a Dark Roast page yet. Um, on the Microsoft website, 
it basically gives you arrows of where to go. You download it on a USB, and it configures itself for you. Then you install it. It's a PC. Okay. Hardware drivers are now downloaded through the Windows update. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You don't got to go, like, seeking out drivers. Well, I mean, you do through the NVIDIA experience, but that's that's you don't have to do it that way, I don't think. Um, screen size in the resolution is essentially has the power of a PlayStation 4. Also, it comes with a micro SD slot for storage. I wouldn't be surprised if you could use internal, external hard drives. Um, I'm so confused as to how the Steam Deck will play AAA titles with a 2 teraflop GPU. PC games aren't optimized for a Switch-like system. Well, you say AAA. I, I, I'm not even, it's not even a matter of AAA. It's a matter of game size and game fidelity. You, a tri- you could play a AAA title that's just a really good like side-scroller, a really good platformer. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a matter of the game size and the fidelity. Like, what are they try? What's the game trying to do? So, if the Stream Deck really takes off, if the Steam Deck really takes off, and they produce a Gen 2 version, you could buy off a shelf. I imagine they will want to tailor it to the mass audience a bit more. Yeah, I mean, it. <laughs> If the price gets much higher than they're already going, when you go all the way up to like the high end model, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I, that, that, that gets expensive. I can't see a lot of people wanting to spend a grand on a portable gaming device. Now, I could see that five or ten years from now, if portable PC gaming devices are more of an expectation, people would view it like they're buying a laptop. If you buy like a really nice gaming laptop, I mean, you're spending. You're spending one to two grand. And so if a portable PC gaming device, if the demand is there, well, then you could see a big strong one coming out that is, you know, one or two grand. Because in in people's minds, they'd be like, well, I can take this with me on my commute. I can take this to the office. I can take this to, to class or wherever I am all day long. And it's easier than taking a huge friggin' laptop with me. You know, then they could sell... Well, you could probably get docking little things for a mouse and keyboard, take it to you to class, take notes on it, you know, get windows on it, you know. That's what some of the other channels are quoting. I see this more, as you mentioned, for less intense games. Hardware-wise, though, it's very interesting, and it may may have the path for a new market. Right. Exactly. It can only render at 800p. Anyone who thinks that they're going to plug it in their sweet 4K TV, it's going to run full-size PC will be disappointed. It can play AAA games like Control and Doom Eternal smoothly because it targets 720p like the Switch, but with a better processor and a GPU. Yeah, I think I'm probably glad I passed on this um, because I don't think I would use it. The Killers have announced their seventh album called Pressure Machine. Pressure Machine, the seventh album from The Killers will be out on August 13th. There are four different uh, colorways you can buy in addition to boxes, um, box sets. Oh, nice. I've always liked the Killers. Um, I've always liked the Killers. My only concern is connection to a network. Can you insert a SIM card when no Wi-Fi is around? Oh, I don't think so. Are they allowing it like a SIM card, like mobile 
device you know cell tower thing are they are, are can you can you like go to AT&T and be like hey I want one of your data plans I don't think that's in there I don't think it has that I think it's 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 Wi-Fi or you can get like the station to to use ethernet right um, I already have a PC with a 3080. I'm not buying this to replace my PC. I'm buying it to do indies and emulation. I was going to buy a Series S to turn into an emulation box. This is better. No cellular. Yeah, I didn't think so. You can set your watch to bands uh, like the Killers and Deftones. They always put out a great album. Um, they did not announce that as a feature. Okay. Gilly says, do you think a single shipping address per item would be the effective method to combat scalping? I don't see much else that could be spoofed at a large scale other than if you were... Yeah, this is actually a pretty good com- combatant uh, to people uh, scalping. I, th- this is this is actually a pretty good method. Just one address per person. <laughs> or, you know what I'm saying? Once that address is on file, like, I suppose you and your buddies could get, like, a string of addresses that you're trying to use, but even then that would be a problem. It's the fact that, like, 15 PlayStation 5s show up at the same house, and then the guy just stores them in his garage, you know? <laughs> They're like, no, we're, we're doing, we're doing, you know, two per household. <laughs> two per household, you know? If you guys are here for the live reveal of the Ubisoft game, we're going to be watching it together, so don't go anywhere. Make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button if you're going to take off and leave for a little while or whatever and come back later. We will be doing another stream. I'm going to do live redirect. We'll roll over to it, but we're not doing that yet. It's basically uh, that we're going to do that in like two hours. I'm going to step away briefly and use the restroom. While I'm gone, you guys can start submitting questions that are maybe off topic or if you want to get into more personal ask me anything questions we've been doing that near the end of the Q&A section if you want to do that feel free and uh, and keep it here for the live Ubisoft reveal of their next game consider becoming a member if you can if you want uh, that supports me directly it's a paid membership we have five tiers of membership uh, and you can either upgrade to a higher tier or become a brand new member and submit questions you have to be a paying member to do the questions but if you haven't yet Hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my streams throughout the week. Smash that like button. Get us to 500 likes. And uh, I'll hit some ads. We, we don't really run ads that often on the channel. Uh, and that's why we really lean on the memberships instead. All right. I'll be right back.
Yo, Zybersword ordered some coffee. Thank you so much, Zybersword. That bag count getting a little bit lower. Yeah, Ghost Boy, I could see limiting it to the address hurting some people. You know, maybe they would limit to like three or something. The issue isn't people like you that would order like three, three, four, or five. <laughs> it's the people that are ordering like 50. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? If I run out and there's no coffee to order, heads will roll. How do I submit my question? You need to be a paying member to submit questions. We do that just because Nightbot automatically grabs your question and throws it onto a spreadsheet that I use. So we just do that to kind of protect it. We, we got a lot of trolls and very dedicated haters that watch like every day that would just make alt accounts and come in and they would intentionally repeat questions or ask dumb questions. You know what I'm saying? So right now, if you missed it, at the sort of the right around when we get to about noon Eastern, we usually start taking questions that are not related to any of the topics. Now, you can submit questions about the topics if you want, but now if you want to ask me questions that are maybe more like personal or like ask me anything, AMA, uh, or even off-topic gaming questions, I've reset the form so you you can now ask questions. It won't tell you you've asked too many. Yeah, you can just put your question in chat. It's not like I don't interact with people because they're not a paying member. It's just we don't want it on screen. I was going to get an email from the coffee company. Lona, why is there a man outside yelling about promises, how promises were made? <laughs> I may ask dumb questions, but I'm not a hater. (laughs) 
My wife got these apples from Trader Joe's and they are so good. I was watching, um, there was an episode of Lost recently where a character was like eating an apple, like just like a whole apple. And I'm like, I can't do that, dude. (laughs) I can't do that. When I try and eat an apple, I make a mess. It's just. I don't know. It's like people that blow their nose in public. I'm like, I can't, I can't do that. Could they limit one per account for the stream, the Steam Deck? Your question didn't get through to Nightbot, but I'll answer you. That's not going to solve the problem because people will just make multiple accounts. That's why they said your account has to be um, active and and has had to have made a purchase prior to June. Now, after a while, they open it up to everybody. But they didn't want, like, 18 accounts to get made on a Tuesday and suddenly just start ordering uh, Steam Decks. Um, ADJC asking a question here says, When do you plan to start with the personal life vids? I mean, it's an itch that I really want to I really want to start scratching. Um, I really, really do. Uh... I would, I would, I would love to start making that content. We have to get to a place where I'm confident in the workflow here before I add anything else. We also, we wanted to add the, um, the network packages where I was going to do very different style content. It would be like more vlogging style content, like, and then we were going to do this thing with like questions and videos and all this stuff. And all of that is still not done yet because, like, we kept running into problems with the Discord and, and assigning roles. And finally, I was like, "Dude, the Discord, the Discord is is not the is a, not a requirement. Let's just try and do it without the Discord." Um, and then there's also the coffee, and there's also like the sponsors and getting the room set up and and changing some things. Uh, with other, you know, other content that I want to make. So if we can, if we can get a couple of weeks where I feel like we can etch out time, because right now I don't have time and we have to etch that time out. Um, and we, if I don't etch out time, I can't launch a new channel. I can't. Um, Essentially, what we're what we're thinking about doing is is finding a way um, to feed SNTR gaming, but not go over there and live stream as often. And then that time, I would then have that as like a net time gain that I could pour into the new the new channel. Um, so some days I'm just like, dude, screw it. I'm just gonna you know. I'm just gonna start doing it, but I can't. I don't want it to be, I don't want it to be a half baked, a half baked idea or go off half cocked. And I also am really pleased with the 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 format changes here. Um, and once some of these bigger games start launching and we get some really good opportunities, we're really gonna be humming over here. And I don't want to like turn my back on that or disrupt that too much. So. Um, 
You have great insight and takes on culture. Well, yeah, that channel would get pretty serious. It would get it would cover a lot of stuff. Um, the big thing I was thinking about over the weekend with this with this other channel is how do you keep content flowing? Right? I wouldn't want to launch it if it wasn't a machine. I like running machines. I, I, I like launching machines. I don't like launching something that needs to be like babysat or or if it requires like a disproportionate amount of work and stuff like that. Like it needs to be able to kind of run on its own. I need to know in three months if I'm still doing it, what am I doing? Like with gaming news coverage and Destiny, it was like, we know what we're doing. It's just a matter of what happens and what launches. If Bungie reinstated your account, would you ever play at this point? I don't know. I, you know, it probably not. No, we've we've talked about this. Um, on my gaming ring that I hooked up in my living room, it was still installed. So I tried to open it, and I was still banned. I hadn't checked since May. It had been it had been two and a half months since I had checked because I was like, I'm not I'm not checking anymore. And I was like, well, I'm gonna uninstall some games on this rig. Let me see if I'm let me see if they've gone in and unbanned me and they have it they'll probably never walk it back um which is hysterical but at the same time who cares anytime recently we've covered like anything related to destiny like we covered the transmog debacle everybody was criticizing them because of the transmog and then on this last friday we covered the rumor about the crossover it's like we get a bunch of people that haven't been here in months, but we don't meet new people. And with all due respect, I you gotta start to put your eyes on the horizon. Like, it would be great to have, you know, 800 people here, but if, if that's just people that are basically just hanging out only for Destiny, and the crazy thing is, I went back and looked, we would have 800 some odd people but the number of impressions and the number of new views on the video would be less than what we get now. So what we get now is four to 500 people. That's like our peak, but we get way more impressions and way more views. And for all intents and purposes, we're getting better and more solid growth because we're getting people that are buying into like, oh, this is a cool variety show. There's a lot of gaming, you know, there's Q and A, there's back and forth. It's like a radio show. The more and more people that, that find us and buy into that, the stronger the channel will be. We, we, having a high view count looks good, and it even kind of feels good. Like, I see that number, and I'm like, oh, man, that makes me feel good. But once you look under the hood, you go back and look at those videos, you're like, the channel wasn't growing. We weren't meeting new people. We weren't, get, we weren't, we were not getting seen by lots of folks on YouTube. We just had a strong recurring user base that was coming back in and those folks bailed once I couldn't talk about the game and there's nothing you can do about that but at the same time it's like you gotta take the good with the bad cause if, if you look at it and you remove as a streamer this is something live streamers really really struggle with this is something that we really really struggle with um you have to remove your personal attachment to like this public perception of numbers 
You saw it happen with the explosion of Fortnite and the explosion of people's sub counts. They'd be tweeting about it every dadgum day. And then as soon as the bottom fell out and their numbers started going down, they'd start tweeting about it. Oh man, you know, subpocalypse, I'm losing all my subs. Well, they would go, they would do their sub September and they do their subathons and they'd get everybody to push the button and then they'd be like, oh, woe is me the next month when it all, all the, you know, the whole bottom fell out. Well, it's really hard not to not to fall prey to that to be like oh man I have less viewers I'm doing a bad job like you internalize it your your haters and your critics love to point it out they're like oh look at your numbers they're lower they're lower right um like imagine celebrating someone making less money and not being and 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 and, and like not having success like what like how dark is your soul? Well, there are people to do that, right? And you have to get to a place where that doesn't bother you. You have to just get to a place where you're like, that's not why I'm doing this. That's not why I'm 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 making content. Um some of us Destiny folk are still here. Oh, a lot of you are still here from the Destiny era. It's not like everybody bailed. I, I phrased it very carefully. There were people that bailed because they were like, that's all I want is destiny, right? The cr- the crazy thing is, is even when we cover destiny, 80% of the show wasn't destiny. That's what drives me crazy. <laughs> that's one of the aspects of it that drives me crazy. I don't care about people being like, oh, it's not destiny. I'm out. I get that. I understand that. I've been in the industry for six years. I understand how that works. But we crafted a show that 80% of the content wasn't even Destiny anymore. And I don't know. It just it, it blows my mind that people are like, yeah, if, if he's not if he's not doing a rant about bounties or the new holiday, the new holiday event that everyone hates, then I don't want to be there. <laughs> Rather than machine raid runs, all oh, that's OG if you were around for wrath. It sucks there's no other channels that cover Destiny the way you did. I appreciate the variety, but at the end of the day, I'm still mostly D2 focused and I miss your old content. Well, and people have tried. People tried to break in and do what I did. There were people that would try and do like talks. They'd go like well, the one. The one thing was called like Tower Talk. Then somebody tried to in- bring in Q and A, and then those guys did that podcast. And then it quickly was seen as like this. This is just this is imitation. Like this isn't the real. This isn't the authentic thing. So a lot of people stopped doing it, right? Or they or they were like, well, that we, let's make this about something else, like. Because you you can't you can't do that. Content has to be driven by your passion and your desires and you as a person. It can't be like, oh well somebody else is doing this or somebody else can't do this anymore. So I'm I'm gonna swoop in and do it. It didn't work, right? It it didn't work. Um because it wasn't born out of their personality, you know? Um I appreciate that, Agent Slick Slaya. Cause there are a lot of people that like just have zero interest in doing that. That's just born out of my personality, dude. I will debate. I'll debate anything. I just love it. It's I've always I've always been that way. It's just in my nature, and it's what the show is kind of crafted around. You know, discussion, debates, Q and A, back and forth. You know, pick my brain about something. Let's debate something. That's that's kind of where uh, it was all born from. You know. Um, I can't wait for the next game that gets developed that allows you to sink your teeth into it. 
Well, I mean, Creature's been telling me that. He's like, you understand that, like, we're not even working at full capacity right now. I'm never going to plant my flag in a game, but if there's a game I can regularly play, if it's got seasonal content, if it's got loot, if it's got, like, an ongoing experience. Like, imagine if Outriders was doing seasons and new content, new loot, and updates. We would be, what would we be doing? We would be periodically playing it, covering it, and slicing it up. And people would enjoy it. So, all it's going to take is a couple of games to successfully launch, like, live service ongoing experiences that we go back to periodically and enjoy and cover. I'm never going to make my channel about one game, but, you know, it related to the next question from Mythrax, are you going to do a show surrounding Halo? I will regularly cover Halo. We'll do fun stuff with you guys with Halo. I've already got some great ideas of community-driven things we can do, which is another reason a lot of you need to start hanging out in the Discord. They did a Master Chief Collection community night the other night, and they all played together. Um, But I'm not going to do, like, I don't think I'm going to do a show about it, right? But every time there's a seasonal update and there's new stuff and new things to do and updates to Halo Infinite, we will play it, we will cover it, we'll slice it up, you know? How's the No Man's Sky community stuff doing? Well, Hello Games makes it impossible to cover their game. They never announce anything. They, they did Expedition 1 and 2, and there hasn't been a third Expedition. We're just all sitting around like, are you ever going to do another one? And then they won't advertise it. It'll just happen one day. Right? All of a sudden, there's going to be something in, Hell, in, in No Man's Sky, and there'll be no heads up about it at all. It's really hard to cover that game. It's really, really hard to cover that game because if you do cover something new when it happens in No Man's Sky, no one freaking knows about it because they don't promote it. So no one's coming to YouTube and searching for it. That second um, expedition, uh, it had a name and no one was searching for it. Why? Because they they didn't <laughs> they didn't promote it. <laughs> split screen. Yeah, I have plans to bring split screen back. Yeah, 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 yeah. We had, we had pristine, high-level content that um, split-screen especially was one of the reasons some of those guys wanted me gone because they launched a very similar show uh, trying to shoutcast video games. Like, after I was gone, they launched this, this sports desk show. There was a lot of coincidences after I was off that platform that suddenly shows exactly like mine started appearing. I don't think their sports desk show went anywhere because that they're, they, you know... They were as talented as a fence post, so no one was going to watch. But it was, uh, yeah, we we uh, we had some we had some ideas that never even saw the light of day. I had a whole show, I had a theme song. Peter Iliox here every once in a while. He did multiple theme songs for me. Oh man, it was going to be solid. It was going to be really good. I don't think the I don't think the other shows will ever get off the ground. Split screen could come back though. No Man's Sky Discord used to be a good place for information, but I don't know if they're still there. I mean, Hello Games doesn't even tweet. You know what I mean? They they don't they don't they don't even they don't even tweet until like the day stuff hits. They're not like, hey, we're gonna do a big update next week. They don't even do that. All of a sudden they're just like, hey, there's this thing in the game, and you're like, what? You still have the desk? Yeah, I have all the scenes and everything. I got the music, I got all of it, yeah.
Please tell me we can hear the theme songs at some point. Oh, I don't even know where they are. I'd have to find the emails. Uh, Chess Pain says, How do you handle a career where a lot of people know a lot about your personal life, but you hardly know anything about us? Um, I mean, this is, this is something that has actually made the stream more enjoyable lately, though. Um, I, I, I think that, uh, let me, let me end the poll. Let's end that poll. I do learn about you guys and things that you like, and that's one of the reasons I'd like to launch the personal project, because I think that that would happen. You know what I mean? More people would show up and, like, open up and share stuff. Here, will you be watching the Ubisoft live reveal with us? I'm going to put a new poll for anybody new coming in that might be wanting to stick around for it. Yeah, ideally, ideally, Chess Pain, we would launch the new project and we would get a little more personal and I would learn stuff about you guys. You know what I mean? My question from earlier was what other video game genres might you be interested in? I see you're big on shooters, but what else are you into? I love action adventure games. Um,. I love uh, RPGs. Anything that's loot. Loot-based games are a blast. I love Metroidvanias. Um, when you did call-ins, those felt like they had a personal touch to get to know your viewers. Yeah, they just... They went in a direction that I didn't want to go anymore. It was like the same 10 people... And then you had the you had the guys that had tech problems. You had the guys that could kind of get like long winded. Yeah, what's good, Russell? Manny says, I know it's far ahead, but any chance you do a Diablo 4 Friday night with members grinding campaigns and seasons? I just don't know. Yeah, I like them. I like them too, Wolvie. I did. I, I thought it was nice when you got like that personal touch, but it just, yeah.
Yeah, I like games with puzzles, Cat. I do. It, like, puzzle games are actually really enjoyable. What was that game that we played? It was like Portal, but with colors or something? I feel like Ubisoft game has potential and it's free to play. Everyone will play that instead of Call of Duty when Warzone is free. Your opinion? You're not Warzone's not going to lose its player base to a Ubisoft game. Ubisoft games are good, but nothing nothing's nothing's taking that crown from Call of Duty anytime soon. Soul and I tossed around the idea of Saturday night doing a community night in different games a couple of times a month. Yeah, and we could promote it on Fridays. Like, Hilly and I could play something and we could say, hey guys, don't forget, tomorrow night in the Discord is thus and so game. And maybe sometimes I make an appearance and we stream it or something. I don't know. Um. It's Wolvie's fault they stopped. No, no, if I could have everybody call in with mic quality and 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 readiness to talk the way that Wolvie and some of those other guys did I would I would I would do it it was just too random um I feel like some people can go too far I remember when you had the Q&A type of deal and certain people from chat but it sometimes just got too much oh yeah 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 you gotta be careful the minute it's there, there's a fine art there's a fine art to bringing viewers into the content you know what I mean um. Uh, do, 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 do. Okay, I just got confirmation that they're shipping, right? Oh wait, that's dark. Confirmation is attached. Please check shipping address and quantity for accuracy. It will be ready to ship by. What? <laughs> what is this email creature? Your order will be ready to ship by August 20th? <laughs> what? <laughs> we'll have an early August at the latest. <laughs> what what is happening? I would argue that a Ubisoft game, if managed properly, Mario on the phone, yeah, could pull a large player base away from Warzone. I'm a big Warzone player. If they're comparable, respectfully, I I just don't know. I I think it's really really hard to pull people from a game like Warzone. Really really hard to pull people from a game like Warzone. It's up and running. It's popular. It's Call of Duty. Like. I just don't think so. Here, here's why. Here's why I think this. 
you either try and do something very very similar and then everyone's gonna be like well why would I go and play that though it's the same thing or it's completely not similar at all which is another reason why people be like why would I go play that you know it's not it's not gonna give me the feeling I get in Warzone I don't think Ubisoft games have that kind of draw to compete with a game like Warzone Warzone is just insanely popular it's insanely popular so I would think it's unlikely it's unlikely to have its 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 dominance threatened anytime soon and especially not threatened I don't think by a Ubisoft game and I'm not slamming Ubisoft games at all when I say this I just don't think they have that kind of pull <laughs> better order the Frickmas blend today I yeah I think we're I think we're already doing that <clears throat> Ubisoft games don't let you jump so that's a deal breaker for me we have a good look on that shirt you want to see it I have another one too. I ordered two Transformer shirts. If you guys are just tuning in for the Ubisoft live stream, take our poll. Are you going to watch it with us? We've already gotten 138 people to vote. Most people are saying yes. Just stay with us. We'll take you over to it. We're going to do uh, like a live redirect thing. You'll be able to watch it on this channel. We'll just do a co-stream. Uh, looks like rolling heads are back on the menu. The product is so good that it's 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 basically they're growing. They do good work. Like the coffee company is having all those problems you want to have as a company. Like you're so good at what you do and your product is in demand and they're they're struggling to scale to demand. So we're initiating a process that's supposed to take 3 weeks and it's taking 2 months and it's like you've given us assurances time and time again that now that we're in your system this won't happen and here we are again on a 2 month turnaround time something that's supposed to take 3 weeks and it was the label company and now I don't know and now I don't know what they're going to say so I like the company the product is amazing it's great the 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 coffee you guys know most of the orders we've taken on the coffee in the last two weeks have been reorders. That's the problem. They're good at what they do, and it's a service that's in demand. There's not a lot of companies that do it, you know. So, just a, it's just one of them things. Um, uh, Jesse Kruger, you can't submit a question without a, being a paid member. I'll answer your question. It just it's not going to hit the form unless you're a paying member. If you made a new Destiny account, do you think they would just ban you again anyway? Have you considered trying it? They kind of banned the whole community when they banned you. It sucks. Um, I don't know how all that works, but I personally felt like they were trying to bait me into ban evading so then they could get my YouTube channel in trouble. I don't think these people want me to be heard. I don't think they want my story to be told. I don't think they want the truth to be known. I think that they were hoping that I, in a panic, would ban evade and stream myself on a ban evaded account, and then they could go to YouTube and say, hey, this guy is breaking our TOS on your cha- on, on your, on your, uh, 
your YouTube on his YouTube which is funny because that's what they that's what somebody was claiming they were claiming I was banned because I broke TOS and it's like you mind pointing to that you want to point out where I broke TOS because the last time I played the game I was on my couch with my son running running um, bounties and lost sectors on the on the cosmodrome so how did I break your TOS? And if I did break your TOS, where's the proof? Where's the video? Do you have video footage of me breaking TOS? I only ever played the game on stream. And when I played off stream, like I said, it was with my son. So I had this weird feeling that I was, they were trying to bait me into banavating is what it felt like. It was like, well, this guy's going to be desperate to cover our game and then he'll banavade and then we'll be able to get his channel taken from him because I think people want me to go away. Right? That's what you do to the truth. You try to suppress it if it's if it's damaging to you and your company and your employees because they they did and said things in the public that were false. They they're liars, and they don't like me saying that. They don't like the fact that I can prove that. Right? I just don't know. My wife has an account. My wife has a Steam account. My wife has an Xbox account. Right? I don't know what that looks like. I don't know if you're allowed to, like, in the same household, plan another account, right? I don't really feel like dancing on that line and even risking it. It just isn't worth it. It's kind of like, even if they gave me my account back at this point, it'd obviously be very tempting to dive into Witch Queen because the coverage would be fun. Um, the coverage would be fun, and I think the story is probably going to be pretty fun. But it just isn't worth it. It's not worth the stress and the headache and the fear and the anxiety of like, well, are they going to ban my wife's account? You know? Like, we were we were talking about uh, maybe even having Madam stream on purple just to get her account turned over to an affiliate so people could dump their primes on it. But it's just like, I don't even know if it's worth the headache or the anxiety or the the negative attention that it would bring, you know? You think this new game is going to be released today? Meaning how many investigation? I still have to send them uh, uh, a transcript. I'm too busy. Like, I don't have time. Like, I know they wanted to have the transcript, but I was like, can't I just send you the audio file and that be the end of it? Like, I don't know. Yeah, we're doing AMA now. You don't have time to be exonerated. Way to be passive with your question and take a shot. Frick you.
Ah. No, I did not grow up in Louisville. No, uh-uh. No, I didn't play Chrono Trigger back in the day. The idea of your wife getting affiliates is a great idea. Watch her play and give your thoughts. Right, but... That's the thing, though, is if you start doing all that, you start doing all that, you just invite negative attention. You invite people to be nasty, and it's just anxiety-inducing. Like, you don't have time to be exonerated? Dude, I'm trying to make money. I'm trying to put my life back together, not constantly go and drudge up bad memories. You know. It'll happen. It'll happen. I'll get that thing transcripted and sent to them, and once I have the full document, I'll probably just make it available to the public and, and, and journalistic outlets and just be like, you guys can do with this what you want. You know. The game reveal is in like an hour and a half. We're going to switch streams in like an hour. And you'll be able to stay right here and watch it with us. But we're going to switch streams in like an hour. If these streams get too long, I can't download them for the podcast uploads if they get too long. Four hours is pretty long. It's like right at the limit of how long you can do that. Um... <clears throat> would you consider sending the document to purple to get reinstated uh, I'm considering talking to purple about the fact that it was a breach of contract I'm owed back pay and you know having my lawyer take care of it it's just stressful and costs money like I don't think people understand how stressful it is to like go back into that that I'm going to go on the attack or I'm going to go out there and defend myself. Like, it's just so stressful. It's just been so relieving just to release it and be like, that's fine. You guys are all clearly miserable people. You're all still incredibly unhappy and going nowhere. So I don't need to concern myself with it. If we get to a point where we start to get things back or the public sees the truth and, you know, I'm less of a pariah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I... Great, but it's just, it's, it's exhausting to spend energy on that and it's stressful and like my heart, I still have issues with blood pressure and heart palpitations and that usually brings it on. So I'm like, I'm trying to have like a normal life now where like I work and go to sleep and wake up the next day and I'm not completely bogged down by it, you know? So, um, Um, uh, Arch Enigma says, was there a point in your life where you felt ready to be a dad or is it just more of a, you'll never really be ready. You just have to give it your best kind of a thing. I, yeah, you just aren't, it's not even about being ready. I always told people you'll never be ready, but you can get prepared, right? You can have a crib and have a room and have plenty of diapers and wipes, right? And, and and try to mentally prepare for lack of sleep. Um, uh, but you can't really be ready because you're literally going to adapt and change around it, right? Um, but you're so you're prepared, but you're not necessarily ready. 
In the back of my mind, I want to see you get back in purple and the D2 directory to 20,000, reviving it. Just say freak the devs with evidence. I bet that's the thing. None of these companies answer to me or anybody. It's not that simple. Um, you know what I'm saying? We may we may have have leverage on purple to get stuff back, but I I, I don't have any leverage to get my account in Destiny back. <laughs> They don't answer to me. Their TOS literally says they can do whatever the frick they want. You know what I'm saying? Since I was in a contract as a partner, it's very different with Purple. So, you don't know how long 24 hours is until you have a kid? Yeah, like, there were days that I would just, we, we would both just be so tired. We would just, like, lay and take turns, like, like holding, holding our daughter while one person just kind of, like, catnapped. Oh, man, you're tired all the time. <coughs> we're lucky enough that our daughter sleeps through the night yeah most of the time don't anticipate that yeah I think a lot of parents waste a lot of time being frustrated by the fact that their kid won't sleep through the night and it's like they're not really meant to there's actually a lot of research that says it's better for them to not sleep through the night when they're really young if they do sleep through the night it's not like anything to be worried about but it's a rarity for a reason. Like, the babies aren't wired that way. They're not. Um, um, it was more of a statement of, look, I came back and I made this directory. I was the directory. You kept the game alive over there. Yeah, but that just feels so laden with pride. Like... A lot of my motivations the last 12 months have been motivated by pride and vengeance, and I've just had to release a lot of that. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, if, there, there, it's not going to be very satisfying to be like, it's not going to be very satisfying to be like, hey, look how successful I am. I have all these contracts now, multiple successful channels on YouTube, and a more stable business than I ever did over there, and and I'm like smug about it, like haha, you know what I mean? Like periodically, I've been like wanting to tweet, be like, still got my house, still got my wife and kids, and I'm as successful as I ever was. You failed, but like, what's the point of that? I don't want to ground my. I don't want to ground my success or my motivation in like it's not about them. It's not about them. They're nobody at this point to me. They don't exist in my world. They're just characters on a on a on a on a on a plane of existence that doesn't even matter. Freaking Twitter like and they're all realizing it more and more. They either they either have realized that the only way to get attention on Twitter is with nasty, gross hot takes or being controversial or claiming that you're a victim, right? And that doesn't go long. That doesn't go very far. Everybody's realizing that that whole world of... That whole that whole social currency is... is, is it's as valuable as Monopoly money. You know what I mean? It's as, it's as valuable as Monopoly money. And so I'm not doing it for them. I'm not doing it to prove them wrong. I'm doing it for for my wife. I'm doing it for my kids. And I'm doing it for you guys. Like, I want to put on a great show. I was reading that book the other day, and it was like, do you create a product or a service that helps people, 
live a better life, right? And that's why I came up with the three statements the other day, like with the personal channel. I want to make content and I want conversations that help people think well, live better, and love more. That's what I want. Like, that needs to be my motivation. I want to end the day of SNTR Presents and say, I helped people today think better. I'm sorry, think well, live better, and love more. They're thinking better about gaming situations or whatever the frick we call it. Or they're living better. Like their day went better. They were they had some pep in their step. They stayed in a better mood because I was in the background being an idiot, right? And they're and they're loving more. They're either loving gaming more or a new game or you know, they're 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 just loving life more cuz cuz I cuz I added a little a little goodness to their day you know what i'm saying so it's like it's like one of those things where it's like i i can't be motivated by th- proving something to them they don't even most of these people don't even care like most of these people have already made up their mind or they're going to be too cowardice to speak the truth right we could, we, could, we could drop the investigation tomorrow, and it would definitively prove wrongdoing, collusion. And people can literally watch a video of somebody admitting to collusion with intent to harm, and they're like, yeah, but he apologized. Like, they don't care. You're casting pearls before swine. They do not care. They are on a path of villainy. All they want to do is destroy, tear down, and hurt. They don't care what's true. They don't care what's real. It's just a matter of what social power grab can I take advantage of this week? Is there something political I can tweet about? Can I can I magnify fringe idiotic haters that give me grief and chatter on Twitter? Because that's their only power grab. They're not delivering value. They're not giving something to people that makes their day better. Their only power grab is that nonsense on social media and Twitter. So none of them care about any of the facts of the truth. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're casting pearls before swine. In Proverbs, it says, if you answer a fool according to his folly, you become a fool. Like, you're becoming a fool. Now, it also says, answer a, cool, answer a fool and you, and you help him. Like, they're back to back. And essentially, what the wisdom literature is trying to teach you is, is that sometimes you do need to answer a fool according to his folly and instruct him and show him that he's an idiot. And sometimes it's a complete waste of your time. They will turn you into a fool in the very act of engaging with them. And you have to decide the difference between a fool who needs instruction and a fool who just is going to take pleasure out of wasting your time and energy. And the minute you can decipher between the two, you'll save each you'll save yourself a whole lot of trouble. Because most of the people on the internet are fools that will pull you down into the muck and the mire of foolishness and they'll just beat you with experience. <laughs> They're just going to beat you with experience. So that's kind of where I am. I'm like, what's the point? Like, I- I'm going to do it. I'm going to pursue what's true, what's real and try to show people. But at the same time, it's like, what? they don't, they don't care. 
It would be like trying to argue with a kid who is convinced that cats actually have nine lives. The only way you're going to prove it is something that you would never want to do. You'd have to literally, you'd have to literally kill a cat in front of him and be like, see, it's not coming back. Well, you wouldn't do that. Why? Because you're becoming a fool in that instance and you'd get arrested. <laughs> you'd have to become a fool to, to, to debate the foolishness. Like a child being like, no, cats do have nine lives. You'd have to become a fool to prove them to be incorrect. And you wouldn't want to do that. It'd be a waste of your energy. And, and that's that's why I've just kind of got to the point where I cannot be motivated by being like, I'm going to prove them all wrong. I'm going to have a successful career. I'm not going to bag groceries, right? But all I'm doing is giving their hate power when I do that. That's all I'm doing. Like, sure, I, I, can, grin, I can grit down and grind my teeth and get really angry and be motivated by anger. Anger is a valuable resource and they gave me a volcano's worth of anger to channel as a resource. But that can't be the only thing you're putting in your tank. It can't be the only thing. It's too volatile, it's unstable, it's explosive. You have to get to a point where you release the anger and say, this can't be my primary motivation anymore. It can't be. It's debilitating. It's exhausting. It wears you down. It works for a while. Right? It works for a while. (laughs) It got the card pretty far. I went about a year almost purely motivated by grit, determination, and anger. And frick you, I'm going to recover from this. I, I went for about a year driven by that. And eventually I just got to a point where I'm like, I can't do this anymore. It's not going to make the content good. It's not going to help me become a better person, a better husband, father, uh, a member of a community. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not transforming into anything. I'm just burning like a hot coal. So that's why when people ask about it now, I'm not like sitting here with like this gritted down determination. I. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't have that. I, it's 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 too it's like I said it's just too exhausting. Eventually, you realize that horrible people they they could go their whole life and never suffer financial ruin or even public shame. Some of these people might never get exposed for what they've done because there's some really bad stuff that I would love to see drug into the light, right? But it may never happen, and your only solace. Your only, your only sort of sense of justice is knowing that the, the only, your only sense of solace and your only thing you can rest in and know is that when people do those sorts of things secretly, as my, as my, my therapist always said, secrets make us sick. It just ma- like deep down, there's a sickness that will grow. They won't ever truly be close to people. They won't have meaningful relationships. They will live a life looking over their shoulder, thinking everything's a shadow waiting to stab them. And they have to live a life like that, wondering if the guillotine will ever come flailing down. They'll have to live so guarded and so scared. That in and of itself is justice. They may never get drug into the public. There's probably people right now in the business world that are wholly corrupt and terrible. And they may never see uh, the other side of a jail cell. They may never lose any of their money. They'll go to their grave incredibly wealthy. But justice is woven into the cosmos they can't escape it 
it's woven into the existence. If you live a dishonest lifestyle, even if it never catches up to you, it's always there in the corners of your view, waiting to snatch the life out of you. And that is not a way to live. That's not a way to live. That is its own form of justice. Is when when I know the truth, I'm like, I I don't I don't have to prove any of this. I don't have to debate any of them. I don't have to drag them into the light kicking and screaming. I don't. Because there's there's a sense of justice in what they have to carry and keep secret and try to hide. Like that's justice in and of itself. And man, when you release that, like it's like I don't have to take care of it. It's not on me. <laughs> it's not my responsibility to release that and to let go of that and to say I'm on my own journey. I'm on my own path. I'm, I'm caring for myself. I'm caring for my family. I'm attempting to, to, to be better and improve in all these areas. And I want my work to be defined by that. Not defined by, oh, I'm going to prove those people. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be successful. To, 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 to really show them, to really stick it to them. Now, forget them. They're ash in the wind. They're nothing at this point to me. They're not even in the frame anymore. It's no. These are the principles that I'm trying to live my life by. And I need that to like blow through and be influencing and shaping the content. So... Is this a glimpse of what the personal channel would sound like? I'm on board. This is like, yeah, this is this is the this is an appetizer. I like to say your punishment is that you have to be you for the rest of your life. I always said it another way, Zubair. I would say you can cast me to the outer fringes of the internet, right? You can turn me into an industry pariah so that your friends can have opportunities to get hosting or whatever they were trying to get me out of the frame for. You can do that. That's fine. You got to live with yourself for the rest of your life. You can you can bl- ban, block, and shove people. You can put on your hate blockers, right? I got my hate blockers on. You can do that. That's fine. You got to wake up with yourself every morning. Can't escape yourself. And there's no better judgment than that for some of these folks. Is they got. They're, they have to live with themselves every day. They gotta wake up, they gotta look in the mirror, and they gotta live with what they've become. So. That, I mean, we, we I, I've danced around it. I've danced around it, right? Because people are like, what about the investigation? What about this? What about that? What about this? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, I just have, I, I just, it's so... That's why that person was like, you don't have time to be exonerated. It's like, frick you, what do you mean? If I could pull a lever tomorrow that would that would get headlines and videos made of like exonerated, I would do it. But it's not going to happen. The culture doesn't run on that. It doesn't run on truth and and rightness and vindicating the innocent. The, the, the industry runs on destruction and drama that doesn't sell. That doesn't get clicks. No one's interested in that. So it's a wasted it's it's a wasted effort. It's pearls before swine. So, <laughs> whatever happens to us, I want him to live a long life with his cowardice. Yeah, we're, where Wesley won't kill. Yeah, he won't kill Humperdinck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Ghost Boy with a question. What's your favorite thing about Creature? What do you dislike most about him? Creature can answer about you if he wants. What are you trying to start? A fight? <laughs> I think we would say the same thing. The, our favorite thing is also the thing that we dislike, is that we're both stubborn. It's a good quality, but it can also be frustrating. <laughs> we're both really stubborn. <laughs> and that's a good thing. Yeah, that's a good thing. He told me the other day, he's like, no one could ever question your grit. He's like, you're a, you're a tough, you're a tough blankety blank. <laughs> he's like, you've stayed in the ring. He's like, almost anybody else would have just bailed on this industry. He's like, you've stayed in the ring. He's like, you're, you're a stubborn son of a gun. I am. And so is he. And I think that's why it works. You know what I mean? Uh... It would get traction because it's running, ruining the other careers the same way. I don't know what you mean. Problem I think with that mentality of justice a bit is, is that you're assuming they're mentally sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've had the exact same argument every day for the last 200 days. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. No, because when we brought gameplay to the channel, I agreed with you for a couple of months, and then we hit a downturn, and I was like, what the frick, man? (laughs) Uh, Do a debate with this person. I've always said my DMs and my email are open to people want to actually have conversations. They'd, They'd rather subtweet and continue to... Like... Listen, I, I thought about this the other day, okay? Eventually, eventually, you have to question, am, are you going to be able to maintain a narrative that I am just perpetually evil and sinister? What are you going to do in three and four years? What are you going to do? Well, I'm just creating content, hanging out, having a good time, providing for my family, just, just enjoying life. Like, this isn't a Disney movie. You can't create this narrative that that guy is just perpetually evil and sinister. Eventually, you're going to run... You're just going to have to be like... People are like, what the frick is your problem? Why do you even care about that guy anymore? Why do you keep bringing him up? It's been a year. What are you going to do next year, 2022? You're going to celebrate every anniversary of it? Like, you're going to, like, make t-shirts? Like, come on. Come on, you, it, you, you can't maintain that. People don't live like that. You just perpetually evil, just maintaining. It's just, it's just an act. It's all an act. He's not really in therapy. Like you see what I'm saying? <laughs> it, you, it just, it just doesn't work. And and. I saw a really great quote once. It was like, people convince themselves of things about you that aren't true in order to justify the bad things that they did to you. And I'm like, well, that is so freaking true. They, I'm telling you, they, they have to maintain this confidence that like, Lono is pure, utter scum. There's no, there's not a shred of evidence to point to it. 
You know these guys that get drugged into the light for being awful and terrible and corrupt? There's always like a monsoon of evidence. There's like DMs, there's emails, there's phone calls, there's voicemails, there's videos. It's just this monsoon of evidence. It's like, oh my gosh, this guy was privately awful. And with me, nothing. It's like, you see what I'm saying? Like, come on. Eventually, somebody has to ask the question. If this guy is just such a grade A villain, where, where's the proof? <laughs> what, in, what in 2025, are you going to be trying to maintain that narrative that I'm some maniacal sociopathic? At that point, you're just complimenting me because I guess I'm just a genius. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, sociopathic genius to maintain that or hang with me here it's not true (laughs) it's like which is it which is the most likely reality (laughs) um human type person says what's your single favorite Ubisoft game if it's not battle cat what would you want I would go with Assassin's Creed Origins Uh, that's what I would go with. So, I think that was probably the one that I actually played to completion and just loved. Assassin's Creed Origins. Not Odyssey, Origins, the Egyptian one, right? So you're saying they give you too much credit? Yes, I do. I do. I maintain that, Hex. I'm like, so let me get this straight. I... I was in therapy for two years, was visibly different, and had changed as a person. One of them actually said that they, they sensed that I was different. It's like, what, was that all an act? <laughs> Am I that good? I'm better than, like, a Hollywood method actor. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah, Queen Phoenix, eat your heart out, dude. Eat your heart out. It was all an act, yeah. I, I was footing a therapy bill for two years to... to <laughs> to just I, I don't know to I guess trick people it just doesn't make any sense yeah the super long con the longest of cons dude <laughs> uh, uh, I'm not sure who this is uh, Kagita do you see any similarities between the new Steam device and Stadia, as in the market ready to adopt this? We have to understand there's a big difference between a portable PC and the Stadia. The, the, the Stadia was selling you cloud gaming. This is selling you mobile, mobile PC gaming. There's a very big difference between the two. You know, I, I, I actually think there probably is a growing market for a portable PC experience, but I don't think there's ever going to be a big market for something like Stadia until um, it's just you have really, really high-speed internet in more places just super readily available. You know? That's exactly what a genius cult leader would say. <laughs> Uh, Liquid Smoke says, what do you think of the potential of a live service Assassin's Creed game? Um, we kind of, we, we obviously kind of called this. It was pretty easy to predict because uh, they were basically testing it with Valhalla. You know what I mean? Um, 
two months. No, that was like two weeks before it all went down hellfire. Yeah, congratulated them on their marriage and responded by saying, thanks, my man. (laughs) But I'm the sociopath. Right. Right. (laughs) Uh, When do we have to drink the sleepy Kool-Aid? I think Assassin's Creed could be a really great live service game. What I think they're going to have to do is thin out the map when it first launches. You can't launch a map that's like busting at the seams and then be like a month or two later, be like, all right, here's our live service stuff. You know what I mean? I think think you're going to need a thinner map that you invest in long term or something. I don't know. I, I can't see a traditional Assassin's Creed launching with like a, a gajillion things to do on the map and then like they try to do live service later on. I'm curious how big of a fan. Uh, I'm curious how it'll play out. Big fan of the series. I stopped playing after Unity. Didn't finish Origins or Odyssey. And, uh, but I have well over 100 hours in Valhalla. Really? Huh. Mm-mm. Huh. They're divorced now, right? Oof. Who? Um. Not angry. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I know it explains a lot. Yeah, that's that's interesting that you landed in Valhalla stronger than Origins and Odyssey. Because to me, I, I thought Origins was the pinnacle. I thought that was the big turning point for the franchise. I did. I thought that was the big turning point for the franchise. Because it was like... Now this game can be something more than it used to be. You know, the RPG elements and the customization and the investment oh I loved it I don't know I thought Origins was was the Origins was the hinge it it turned on that hinge um what we should probably do for the sake of the past broadcast so I can actually upload this as an audio format we we actually need to switch to the to the live stream we're gonna have about an hour We'll have about an hour runway um, before the actual stream happens. Um, We'll do that in just a few minutes here. Let me customize the channel so it's like the featured image. We'll go over in just a second. Um, Well, I guess if we go over like a minute or two early, people won't get the 30 minute and that might be good. (laughs) Uh... I love how Valhalla, in my opinion, it's the most immersive AC they've made. Huh. Assassin's Creed Unity almost killed the franchise. What's crazy, too, about AC Unity almost killing the franchise is that it was a good game. It was just buggy. Do you know what I'm saying? It wasn't that they made a bad Assassin's Creed. It was that they they made an Assassin's Creed that was buggy and so it was like (laughs) that's ultimately what almost killed it it wasn't that like oh it's a bad Assassin's Creed no it was just buggy you know 
if they had done a little bit better job <laughs> with the game, you know. I haven't played a AC game since AC2. How long would it take me to catch up? Ooh, don't do that. You'll get burned out. You'll get burned out. All right, I tell you what we're going to do. I tell you what we're going to do. Um, we're going to continue with this Q&A as the lead up to the Ubisoft stream, all right? But I, we need to, we need to go over to that stream. I'm going to put a link in chat and live redirect should take you there. If live redirect doesn't take you there, it'll be the featured video on my channel and also there is a link uh, in chat. Um, and so click the link in chat or just stay put. Live redirect will take you uh, will take you over there. Okay? I'll see you guys over on the other side uh, and we'll just continue with this Q&A. So if you're a paying member and you want to ask more personal, more AMA questions, just to give us something to do, we're going to wait about basically like one hour. We'll have one hour of pre-show just kind of chilling. Okay? I'll see you guys over there. <laughs>